KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. or five and seven and overwhelmingly the votes came in for five in seven very simple we will ask Damon Mori to name five things he has seven seconds to name those five things Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper Damon Mori how are you are you ready I'm good and ready Mocha mm. here we go Mori name five words that rhyme with Harry fairy um, Terry, Sherry, Sarusa uh, would have given you Mary, oh, yeah. uh, Barry, yeah, Airy, Scary, Scary, Scary rhymes with yeah. Harry. <laughs> All right. Okay, Maury, are you ready? <clears throat> Name the five words that scuba stands for. What it stands for? <laughs> It's an like, acronym. Oh, really? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Wait. Pause. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Really? Yeah. Like scuba. Yeah. Diving. What, what, okay, scuba. Yeah, scuba diving. Yeah. Yes. But it's an acronym. Correct. But I've never seen the dots between the things. Because they don't have dots. Like S-C-U-B-A. Each one stands for something. Yes. Well, who knew? But let's give it a try. I, I would say most people. Would you like to try again? Most people, yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, Maury, name yeah. the five words that scuba stands for. Okay, swimming, um, current, under, um, I guess, boat, and... Uh, loser. A. <laughs> swimming, current, under, boat, A. <laughs> swimming, very, current, under, boat, A. Very, very Canadian. Yo, you want to go scuba? Yeah, man. Swimming, current, under, boat, A. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Yeah, mine's better. Okay. <laughs> Take a breath after that one. Uh, Maury. Yeah. Name five muscles above the waist. Five muscles above the base. Six pack. Um, <laughs> pack corals. Um, okay. Now, were you saying six pack thinking that that was going to be six? <laughs> or were you saying six pack thinking that's one? That's one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Also, six pack, not a muscle. Like, okay. What, what are those muscles? Abs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But who calls them that? Uh, everybody? <laughs> I would say just about everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just about everybody. What are these? What are these? That's what I was trying to think of. Arms. No. Okay, no. yeah. <sighs> no, but God. like... What's the muscle, bro? Oh, man. Show me your... Oh, kitty. You show me your... Uh, show me your... Uh, um, oh, but I'm trying to think of like when people ask to see mine. Oh, not, man. Show me not, your... Not, 
not gay seps, but oh, biceps. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to okay. I'm trying to speak a language. Give you a way to remember. No, no, what I are appreciate these ones back that. Here? What are these ones back here? Oh, um, need a little helping hand. Not, not biceps, but um, straight seps. No, no. Triceps. 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 Yeah. Triceps. Okay. Straight seps. Straight seps. Straight seps hurt. Okay, Maury. Too much time in the gym, bro. Okay, Maury. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Damn it, Maury. Name five kinds of whales. Oh, um, okay. Beluga, sperm, um, a time, like whale of a time. A whale of a time? <laughs> like, I'm having a whale of a time. What? Uh, what have yeah, you ever heard that? No. <laughs> a whale of a time? Yeah, like like I'm having yeah. a good time. It's called a whale of a time. Okay. Why don't we just eliminate one word and say I'm having a good time? No, whale okay, of a time. Okay. Like uh, really Maury, what big, have given good you, time. What would have given you blue whale, humpback whale, you got sperm whale, killer whale? I would have even given you Willie. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that movie's what so if, Oh, Moby yeah, Dick. So good, so good. Uh, do we have time for one more? One more. Okay. Um, Maury. Yeah. In reverse order, tell us what the five piggies did. Um, went home, went to the beach, uh, went to the market, uh, went to bed, um, mm, all the way home. Uh, Lisa. <laughs> What was the last one? Mm, all the way home. <laughs> Do you know what they are in in the right order? Um, went to the beach. Went to the beach? <laughs> this little piggy went to the beach? This little piggy went to the beach. Uh -huh. little, this little piggy went to the market. Oh, this little piggy went to get the piggy from the beach. This little piggy went... No, honestly, do you know it or not? Yes. Okay, go. No, you don't. This little piggy went to the beach. Right. This little piggy went to the market. Right. This little piggy went to bed. Right. This little piggy... Okay, I don't know this one, but this one is this little piggy went mm, all the way home. Went mm, all the way home? <laughs> is that how it goes? How does it, piggies don't go mmm? Like, what are your, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, what sound does a pig make, Maury? Mm. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. It's this little piggy went to market. Yeah, I got that. This little piggy stayed home. Yes. This little piggy had roast beef. Yeah. This little piggy had none. Uh huh. This little piggy mm, went all the way home. Mmm, all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did I not say this last week? And Shem and Maury told me I was crazy when I said what? Joe Exotic. There's no way that dude sang all his own songs. And you guys looked at me like I was dumb. Come Why? on. Is he a fraud? Are you kidding? There's no way. And okay, I can't hey, believe hey, it's hey. taken this long. Don't argue for, with me. I'm not arguing. Uh, you, haven't you, even, you haven't even got there yet. Have you no. finished watching it yet? No. no. Okay, so don't worry about it then. I'm okay. not mad at you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm mad at the other guys for gaslighting me, making me think I'm crazy. Okay. Okay. So Joe Exotic in the uh, in the Tiger King docu series, yeah, he sings like and does these great videos where he has. Times of Vanity Fair. They're saying, no, Joe Exotic did not sing any of those songs. And they were written by Clinton Johnson band members, Vince Johnson and vocalist Danny Clinton. Uh, the producers of Exotic's reality TV show, Rick Kirkland, he's the guy from the, from the docuseries, uh, told Vanity Fair 
that Joe couldn't hold a tune, quote unquote. And it was a big joke within the crew and staff that it wasn't him singing. But he was damned insistent to anyone and everyone, including us, my studio crew, that it was him. Johnson also said uh, two of the three songs. uh, They went on YouTube one night and they just happened to look up Joe Exotic. And there he was lip syncing and acting. Which is crazy. So they thought that they were eventually going to, they contemplated going after credit for it, but they eventually gave up because they didn't think the songs or music would ever go anywhere. <laughs> well, it's going somewhere, all right? <laughs> yeah, it went to Netflix. <laughs> Knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah, so there's no way. And I, I know in the documentary he's got like a studio set up, but he's still lip syncing. Like, never do they show him. Can you, can you do me a favor, guys? Can you find me the clip when he sings at the funeral so we can play him singing live next to what, what, he, what he sounds like? I didn't, tell you, I didn't tell you who died. Don't worry about it. So somebody dies. What's that? Is it a funeral for a tiger? <laughs> no. No, oh, no. It's okay. a funeral for a person. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they did not die by tiger. Just oh. so you know, worse even. Like, I shouldn't even joke about it. It was a, it's a terrible. Oh, really? oh, my God. It's okay. a terrible death. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, it's not even. <laughs> I just remembered how the guy died. Oh, okay. It's not cool. Okay. It's not cool. Okay. But anyway, so there's no way. Well, are you going to finish this thing or what? For, I have to start it first. You haven't even started it yet? I thought uh, you and Jenna got into an episode. No, we started watching other stuff. Oh my god! Do you have any interest in it at all? I like do. I, I sort of. It's here's the thing, man. Okay, it's what, what everybody in self isolation is doing. Every single yeah. person has watched this, and you're like the only person I can't talk to about it. Like you need to watch it. Okay, I'll start tonight. No, no, you need to finish Monday's, it tonight. Okay, finish. Yeah, you need to start today and finish well, that's today. Like eight hours. <laughs> Whatever, seven <laughs> hours. Okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So I need your expertise now. We were talking earlier oh. about um, Joe Exotic on Tiger King, which you have not yet watched. Have not. And the first thing I thought, well, not the first thing, because the first thing was, oh my God. Uh, one of the things I thought after watching this was that I could not believe that we all just bought into the fact that this guy sang all his own songs. Because the docuseries is just full of Joe Exotic and his crazy music videos. Where he's like poop on his hands and all this stuff. What? Yeah, trust. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but according now to the Los Angeles Times Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. there's two guys, uh, Vince Johnson and vocalist Danny Clinton, who are the actual ones. This according to the uh, Rick Kirkland, who was the, the guy who produced the TV show within the TV show. Because I saw Tiger. And Danny Clinton are actually the ones who sang all these songs. And it's not Joe Exotic, but yet Joe Exotic would do everything he could to convince everyone that it was him, even though everybody in the production knew that it wasn't him. He just never admitted it because he's, he's nuts. So listen to a little bit of this, and I need your musical ear here. Sure. Then we're going to play you a clip of Joe Exotic singing like, live. Okay, it's not... Like, it sounds okay. Okay, sure, yeah. Passable. Yeah, yeah. Not like stadium cello, no, no, right? No, it's no. fine. Yeah, it's passable. Okay, but it's, it's fine. It's, but, but he sounds pro. Like he sounds like this guy could sing. Like right? yeah. Like if you were like, hey, my my cousin uh, Danny sings, and you're like, oh god, his cousin Danny sings, and then he played yeah. you this, you'd be like, oh, okay, Danny's sure. I'd be like, voice. all right, maybe yeah. a little bit of work, but yeah, yeah he's good. He's okay, good. now play uh, Joe Exotic live when when he was singing at the funeral. 
right, in this song. Like, this, this is the track he's singing to. Three people clapping, right? <laughs> but even singing no. over the vocals, no. the proper vocals, no. it, it doesn't terrible. sound good. No, no. It is not him singing. And it's, there's no way it's him singing. Is he, like, trying to finesse himself into... Into like a rock, not rock and roll, but like a big time country artist yeah, situation? He, yeah, he thought he was Elvis. Like he... Spoiler alert, stop and watch it. <laughs> well, then get on it, man, okay? <laughs> Listen, you're the only person who's in self ice You have to... What's that, Maury? Come in here and tell me. I know what you're saying. They're filming a part two. Of what? They announced another season. Of Joe Exotic? Yeah, and I he's, can't wait. He's in the joint. I know, but maybe this Spoiler is... Spoiler alert! Whatever, dude. <laughs> Guys, come on, man. Listen, man, okay, we have nothing else to do other than watch this stupid show. You are the only person <laughs> in the free world with a Netflix account who's been in self-isolation for three weeks and has not dipped in I've to Tiger King. I've watched it twice. I've watched it twice. Twice? Yes. <laughs> you guys need to get a life. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have another uh, coronavirus-related song to play for you, Ross. Oh yeah. Because every week they've been all they've been coming out, right? This one's probably my favorite, the Cardi B one. This is the best. The unintentional queen. Yeah. And this is the one that started charting like almost right away, and Cardi B wants to like make money off of it now, but take the money and donate it, of course. There's one song out of the Philippines called Fight the Virus. Did you hear the poem that somebody, I believe he's from Australia, by the name of Chris Franklin wrote? No. Called Stay the F at Home. <laughs> no. So I like he, this guy. So he wrote, he wrote this poem, uploaded it to YouTube. And then a guy in the States by the name of uh, Connor Mayer turned it into a song. So I'm going to play for you the original poem by Chris Franklin. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the f*** at home. Whether you've got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate. And stay the f*** at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a legs, so stay the f*** at home. <laughs> but I need the gym. I need the beach. I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the f*** at home. But I feel fine. I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. How thick are you, you selfish prick? Just stay the f*** at home. <laughs> and continues and continues and continues. So like I said, this guy by the name of uh, Connor Mayer yeah. took the lyrics, took the poem, and made it into a song. And it sounds like this. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the f*** at home. And if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate and stay the f*** at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a plague, so stay the f*** at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the f*** 
home and I feel fine. I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. I'll think of you, you selfish prick. Please just stay at home. From L.A. through to Berlin, from Wuhan through to Rome. There's people dying every day, so stay the at home. If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone. We've got the internet, so stay the at home. <laughs> the only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Please help the world get back on track and stay the at home. Stay the at home. Stay the at home. Don't you be a Please stay the at home. Hey! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I can't get that um, coronavirus song out of my head that you just played. Oh. The Stay the F at Home? Yeah. It's really good. Connor Mayer. Original poem done by Chris Franklin out of Australia. <laughs> the world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the at home. And if you have got 12 kids no. or you're living on your own, facts, though. lock it down and isolate and stay the at home. If you think you're not at <laughs> risk so here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a flag, so stay the at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. Like people you like, need to grow a brain People cell still aren't getting it. Home, oh, but I feel so fine. Good. But I hopefully a song sick. like this will be so catchy on my own. that people will I listen and pay attention, you, right? You selfish prick. <laughs> Please just stay at home. What did you put in, Maury? Which one's this now? The supercalifragilisticexpialidocious one? Who does this one? Daniel Mazza, long Italian name. Oh, Daniel Mazza, long Italian name? Is that the official, like, can you spell that? God, how do you search for that on iTunes? When did you give this? Was this from today? Yeah, it should be in there right now. It's very difficult. You gotta, your agent needs to... To sway you away from using Daniel Mazza long Italian name as your name. <laughs> now when a virus comes along, it's spreading like a plague. And Pod- sounds just like the other one. <laughs> and his lackeys have been nothing if not vague. Well, then you've got to trust the CDC and listen well. Unless you want to bid our free society farewell. There is... Ah, uh, super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. That's and exactly if we don't act like quick and social distance, it will mire us in a stretch of quarantine that lasts until July. A uh, super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. <laughs> and if you got a better cough in your arm, and if you got a better cough in your arm, now back in 1918, influenza had its run. But half their docs were busy overseas with World War One. Today we have mass media and scientists to say, if you don't want this virus, well then stay six feet away. Super damn important that we practice isolation Because we're asymptomatic while it's in incubation We'll overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation It's super damn important that we practice isolation There you go. I like that. So many good ones, man. There's so many good ones. Every week. Every week they... they, Or almost every day they keep coming out. Uh, But that is uh, Daniel... Mazza, super long Italian name. <laughs> Daniel Mazza, super long Italian name it is. Hey! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So explain to me this new Drake song. Oh, the, um... Tussie Slide! Yeah. 
So this appeared on um, a social media account over the weekend. And the social media account, if I'm not mistaken, is actually called at Tussie, right? Is that it, Shem? Yeah. And what these guys did was a dance to a song, which I assume Drake hit them up. I could be wrong, but just based on assumption that Drake hit them up and was like, guys, I have this new song. Can you create a dance to it? Put it up on TikTok Mm -hmm. and have it blow up, which is exactly what it did because the marketing genius behind Drake is now releasing this particular song called the Tussie Slide on Thursday. And it sounds like this. So it's the hokey pokey. Uh, well, not uh, right. Not, not necessarily the hokey pokey. Right? Am I wrong about this? Drake's out there biting the hokey pokey. Everybody's well, calling the man a genius. <laughs> it's the goddamn hokey pokey, man. <laughs> I would say it's more like the cha cha slide no. by Mr. C back no. in the day. That was also the hokey pokey. Clap, 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 clap your hands. All right, now we got to do the basic step. Yeah, also the hokey pokey. <laughs> how old are you, bro? Like, <laughs> how old am I that I remember the hokey pokey? There's a lot of things I do and say where you could be like, God, how old are you, bro? Where I'm like, I know, I know, I know. But you can't call me that. <laughs> We're getting that new Drake song on Thursday, y'all. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So Drake on Instagram announced the other day, Thursday midnight, new song, right? Yep. Tussie Roll. So it's Thursday, mm. midnight passed, and we still don't have a new song. And there's I- nothing about it on social. There's nothing about it on his IG. There's nothing about it on his IG stories. There are no websites reporting. Now, originally when this story came out, I read Friday. So that's the thing that I'm wondering. Does Drake... When he says Thursday at midnight, does he mean like Thursday night going into Friday? I don't because know. Because technically it would mean Friday at midnight if that's when the song's coming out. Right. I just, I read, the initial story was I read Friday. And then when we talked about it, you said Thursday. And I didn't want to contradict you or muddy the waters because I figured that you would know better than I. But I originally ago, read Friday. Three hours ago on his Insta story, he posted three hours ago, he yeah. said tonight at midnight. Yeah. See? So when you go to his so three official, hours ago, so, so that, it means tonight at midnight, so Friday, that's Friday morning. Yes, yeah. So Friday at midnight because on his IG he said Thursday at midnight. Right, was a new song. Thursday at midnight would be Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Which is so dumb. Just say just say Friday or Thursday. This at midnight thing, yeah. is so ridiculous. It's so confusing to people. But people nobody, need to know what time. No, nobody understands that. Yeah, nobody can figure that out. Thursday at midnight. Nobody well, I knows. Think as a, if you're promoting it as, like, you should know what you're promoting. You know what I mean? Like, you should know, okay, Thursday night into Friday or Friday, uh, Wednesday night into Thursday. what I'm saying. Thursday. Nobody knows how to do that math. So, hold on. If you wanted it Friday morning at midnight, 
There, you just said it. Oh, is that how you say it? Is that how you say it? Friday morning at midnight. Nobody says Friday morning at midnight. So how do you say, how would you say Friday Friday at midnight? How would you say Friday, yeah. No, but if you want people to know what time. When does Friday start? At midnight. There you go. So you say Friday. But Friday, what if, but you need a specific time. What if it's 3 p.m.? No, Friday. Then he would have said Friday at 3 p.m. When it's Thursday, we're in Thursday. Yes. And then it becomes Friday when? At midnight. Oh, look, it's Friday. There's my new song. All you have to do is say Friday. So for all of you who are like me and, you know, woke up this morning, and frantically checking everything. Yeah. Apple Music, checking Spotify, checking all the big hip-hop blogs, uh-huh. checking Drake's site, checking his OVO Sound SoundCloud page. You will not find the new song. No. So let's all go on the assumption that it's tonight into tomorrow. No, it's Friday. <laughs> At midnight. No, it's just Friday. Morning. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I will say this. Today is uh, April 1st, which is April Fool's Day. Yeah. And we know that on the higher level of things, we're not going to get the corporations of the world who put those elaborate pranks together and... They ain't got no money. It's And it's just not the time. Nobody wants to put any sort of false information out regarding anything, let alone coronavirus. So nobody's doing the big elaborate pranks. But I will say this. It's April Fool's Day. And there's no school. And your kids are at home. You as a parent right now, you have one job today. And that is to not forget about April Fool's Day. Because your kids need it. If your kids have ever needed an April Fool's Day, this is the year they need April Fool's Day. Parents need to come through huge today for their kids on April Fool's. So like saran wrap on the toilet? You're cleaning up pee. If that's the case, yeah, do it. You as a parent today with kids in isolation, not being able to hang out with their friends, no school, can't go outside, parks are closed. Your job today is you got to be clutch. You have to come through huge. Do you have your plan already? On April Fool's Day. It's all taken care of. I'm not saying nothing. Good man. But you got to come through big for your kids today. That's mm. your job. If you've ever had to step up as a parent during coronavirus and self-isolation, <sighs> it's not It's not with the schoolwork. It's not bedtime stories. It's not hugs. Kids need April Fool's Day. The rest of the world can cancel April Fool's Day. You as a parent cannot. That is not an option today. One of the ones I wanted to do is change all of the family photos in the frames to like... Somebody completely different, like so, like somebody else's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Start downloading pictures. Fire up the laser jet in the office. <laughs> Change the clock okay. to uh, an earlier time so the alarm goes off way earlier. Yes, thank you. Something. Yeah. We got a toddler at home, so I can't really prank him. No, you can't. Right? No, you understand? <laughs> you you're just no mean. idea. Okay, if you have yeah. a toddler at home, <laughs> your job is to not yeah. come through on April, <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> Change your underwear, your diapers all day today. Yeah, Sucker, deal with that rash for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so do that, mean. okay? That's so mean. Don't do that. So okay, mean. change your baby, okay? <laughs> That's not a joke. That's not a good prank. The other one, you okay? could change the uh, the middle stuff in an Oreo to toothpaste and, and do bring it. Do that, a, yes. All of it, all of it, because I know kids have built their own schedules and they've built recess into their day and stuff like that. Recess, perfect time to pull the toothpaste in the Oreo trick. 
Just get oh, it and done. Today, all, all rules, all April Fool's Day rules are out the window. No, Forget it about still it. Has to end at noon. No, it's no, no, all no. day. Yeah, it's all day. Forget about yes the rule that April Fool's Day pranks no, ends at rule. noon. That's all a right? dumb rule anyway. We'll keep this all day. Today. Yeah, it's all day today. You got to keep it going. And I'm, I'm a please as a parent. Okay, we're all going crazy, and the kids are going nuts, and they have no friends to play with. You have to come through on April Fool's Day for your kids. What about today. shaving your kid's head? Do it. I don't care. It's not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So April Fool's Day is canceled. Not fully, fully canceled. No. And we've been saying this all morning, and that is the rest of the world may have canceled April Fool's Day, but you as a parent right now with your kids at home and they're not in school and they're frustrated and they can't go out and play, you as a parent, today's your day to step up. You got to overdo April Fool's Day today for your kids. You mm-hmm. have to. You have to. This is your time to shine. It's clutch. You got to come through. Take all the Oreos you have in the house, scrape out the cream, and yeah. just fill it with toothpaste. Like an all-day onslaught to your kids. Yeah, you forget about to, the rule of no. April Fool's ending at noon. You got to come through hardcore Special today if you're a parent. Today? Yeah. It's a must. Wrap saran over the toilet. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> Well, let's keep That's April Fool's Day alive. One, yeah. So what happened? Dan Amori wanted to keep April Fool's Day alive and decided to, in the uh, classic old school way of making prank calls to people. We're, that's illegal now, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. But Maury was like... But what are you going to do? Whatever. I can't leave the condo. Yeah. Got to keep April Fool's Day alive. So, so here we go. Hello? Hi, I'm wondering if I could speak with Mrs. Wall, please. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Which number are you oh, trying to get? There's, there's no Mrs. Wall? No. Is no. there, is Mr. Wall there? Nobody by the name of Wall. There's no walls there? No. Then what's holding up your house? <laughs> <laughs> Happy April Fools. It's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Oh, that was good. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yes? Hello, you called me. I did? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> My phone just rang. My phone just rang. Oh, wow, that's fun. What can I do for you? I don't know, but I wasn't calling you. <laughs> well, I wasn't calling you. You called me. Okay, well, then, no, I didn't, so. Oh. <laughs> it was going so well. Hello? Hi, is this Luke? It is. Luke, this is your father. Who is this? It's Maury from the Raza Mocha Show. That's my joke. There you go. <laughs> You're lucky people know who you are, man. Hello. Well, hello there. Who is it? It's it's me. Um, quick question for you. What do you need me to do with the body next? Who is this? Because I'm on the other line with my banker. Uh, is it Greg? Yes, it's Greg. Uh, Greg. Greg's here. Gregory. Gregory who? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've got to go because I've who? got someone on the other line. Okay, but I'm hold- what do you need to do with the body? <laughs> Hello? Hi, uh, question. Is your refrigerators running? Yeah. You got to go chase them. <laughs> you screwed up that You job. get it? <laughs> okay. This is Maury from the Raza Mocha Show. I just pranked you. Uh, you guys can do better. Come on. Dude. <laughs> Bring your A game next time, Okay. <laughs> Hello, Mark, speaking. Hi, sorry to bother you. I'm wondering if uh, Mr. Door is there, please. <laughs> Mr. Door? Yeah, sorry. Is is he there? 
Uh, no, sorry. I think you've got the wrong number. Sorry, is uh, by any chance is Mrs. Door there? <laughs> no, but I have a feeling there's going to be a punchline coming soon. <laughs> so there are no doors there? There's no doors here, no. So how do you have any privacy? <laughs> Happy April Fool's. Who am I talking to? It's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, I thought you were my landlord. He always calls me from a private number, so I thought this was going to be a pretty heavy conversation, but apparently not. Hello, this is Mike speaking. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. You gave me your number last night. You never phoned. Oh, last night. You were supposed to phone. You never phoned. Well, I'm sorry, my friend. Don't you remember last night? It was amazing. Whoa. Uh, last night, I, it was amazing. Wasn't it? Yeah, and I've been sitting, waiting by the phone, no phone calls. That, do you do that to every guy? Is that your thing? Is that your shtick? I honestly don't know who this is. You don't have to lie in front of your girlfriend. I know that you're straight. You told me that. Oh. <laughs> my wife. Oh. Oh, she doesn't know about us. And my child. Oh. Oh, they don't know about us. No, not yet. Okay, so at what point should I say Happy April Fool's Day from the Razamoka Show? Oh, man, I wish I had known that. I would have really led you on longer. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, like, if this really is the wrong number, like, I, I don't, don't want to break your heart or anything, you know? Well, I didn't want you to start blushing in front of your wife. She knows everybody flocks to me. <laughs> oh, 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 puffing the chest. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, as we were As we were playing that, Maury's like, oh my God, guys, I do the best shaggy. <laughs> Quote unquote, right? It was a party trick back in the day. Okay, so w when you say you do the best shaggy, what does that mean? Like, not like the yoy yoinks, the other, like this shaggy. Yes, of course, but what does that mean, though? Oh, like I can imitate him well. Okay, so like this song? This song. So if we play it for you right now, you can oh, do... God. You'll be like, you'll close <laughs> your eyes going... More trying to flex so hard right now. Okay. No, you'll be like, oh my God, Shaggy No, because is this here. is what you do. This is what you do more, is that you flex so hard, and then when somebody asks you to step up, you you back out. Well, because whoever suspects that. Right. <laughs> whoever suspects... <laughs> Okay. I guess we'll just go with it. So what do you have there, Mocha? Oh, I have the uh, instrumental for It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Oh, oh perfect. So, Maury, you're going to do this whole song and do the singy parts, too, because we have to get... I before expect you, nothing before, less. Before you get the, sh the Shaggy parts. You expect nothing less? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, Here we go. Tough guy. All right, so this is the part where they're just talking. He's like, my girl just caught me. Oh, no. You let her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. Woohoo! Honey came me and she called not, me red All right, honey came and she called me red handed, creeping with a girl next oh, door. So how off, are you bro. so off? This, we were both cut naked, how, banging how, on the How are you so off? Are you listening? Yes. Okay, wait for the cue. Okay? okay. We'll cue for the you. Cue. We will cue you. Right here. for you. Okay, and I just, I only ask that you take this seriously. I only this ever your, do. This is your time to step up, okay. man. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And right here. Honey, Kimmy, Amy, call me red-handed, creeping with a girl next door. Picture this, we were both cut naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I have given her an extra key? All this time, she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. How 
and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hello, is Peyton there, please? Yes. Happy birthday, Peyton. This is the Raz and Mocha Show. How are you? <laughs> are you serious? This is not an April Fool's Day prank. You're not joking. We are not joking. This is the Raz and Mocha Show. How can you prove it? <laughs> um, you know, I was not prepared for that question at all. I don't know. How do we prove it? What, um, what, what, okay. would it? what would it take? Let us ask you this question. What would it take for you to be convinced? Say happy birthday. Say happy sing birthday? Happy oh, sing, sing happy, birthday. happy birthday. Oh, that's easy. That's easy? That's all it's going to take, really, is just singing you happy birthday? We got a really nice text from someone in your life that loves you very much and asked if we would give you a call for your birthday, which is why we're on the phone right now, Peyton. Okay, I guess that. Yeah, but hey. the person that texted us also said, well, Peyton may not believe that it's you guys because right. her birthday falls on April 1st. Hey, Peyton, what goes up but never goes down? Uh, I'm not sure. Your age. Oh! Cool joke, more. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, maybe this will convince you. One time for Peyton's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Drake posted a picture of his kid on IG of Adonis and then with it wrote a sort of big message about how he misses his friends and misses his family. I'll read you some of that. Um, He writes this in part. What is most important for you right now is to connect with your own inner light. This will create the biggest opening of all. Trust that you have all the power within to make this happen. And in order to do that, connect to the people and the things that bring you joy. I love and miss my beautiful family and friends, and I can't wait for the joyful day when we're all able to reunite. Until then, please keep your lights on. And Drake's kid, everybody was like, oh my God, that's Drake's kid? Because Drake's baby is not what anybody thought Drake's baby would look like. He's like blonde hair, curly blonde hair, light skin, blue eyes. Like light, light skin. Yeah. Lighter than Drake. And and Drake has brown eyes. Uh, Sophie has brown eyes. Yeah. And like the probability of two parents with brown eyes having a kid with blue eyes is like, I think it's maybe around like 5% or something like that. It's the least probable combination outcome of any of the determining factors that go into eye color is two brown eyed parents having a blue eyed kid. A lot of people, what you'll see on uh, on Twitter today and IG, a lot of people are taking pictures of Adonis and putting it side by side with Drake's mom, Sandra. Right. And saying, like, look, these two are I- almost identical. Yes. Like, this is where he gets it from. He gets it from his grandmother. Right. Also putting uh, Drake's kid beside pictures of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> oh, man. Which, which, hey, listen. First of all, the baby is the most beautiful baby yeah, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, super cute. But even Drake. So Drake did an interview. Like, how long ago was this? This is like What's in that? November, December. I can't hear you. What? Christmas. Christmas, Around thank Christmas you. time with uh, the Rap Radar podcast. And he was talking about when he took a DNA test to determine whether Adonis was, was his. Listen to Drake. You know, to be honest with you, uh, I actually did a DNA test for my son and um, and they came back to us and they said that the DNA test got ruined in transit um, and that they couldn't be 100 percent sure that that was my son or not. Um, so I was in a really weird pending situation where I didn't want to go tell the world um, that that was my son. And it wasn't. So, and if you see my son, you understand why. I'm mad. Here's the thing. I, first, I saw. Went in the shop. You showed everybody a picture. Yeah. We got to say, you see the picture. Show it to me. I, I thought we were cool, you. Drake. Yeah, I, I, I got to see the picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if you see my boy, yeah. you'll understand. Like, you know, at the time, I was like, I, I mean, he's just, he's, I mean, he's just a stunning child. Yeah. You know, with the brightest blue eyes. And at the time, I was like, I don't know. But, you know, it wasn't until, it, it actually wasn't until a week before the album came out that I got confirmation that that was definitely my son. It took me two more solid tests with two different companies. So... Okay, so this is how much Drake's baby does not look like Drake. He did three DNA tests <laughs> to, to make, make sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, but oh my God, he's so right. He it is. is the, that kid Super is cute kid. so stunningly beautiful. It's like they built him in a lab for a Disney movie. Like, it's crazy how beautiful this kid is. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I got a question for you, and it may be polarizing. And I'll ask it to you, Mocha, and to everybody else here, and also anybody who wants to text in at 925-555. And I was thinking about this. Specifically, KFC. 
Okay. Not fried chicken in general. Okay. Specifically KFC. Yes. Think about all those times your buddies came over and they helped you move. Oh, it's the go-to. You order a bucket, right? Yeah. It's the oh, thing it's the you go-to. do. the go-to. Specifically KFC. Okay. Question. Hot and fresh out of the bucket or cold out of the fridge the next morning? Hot and fresh out of the bucket. Really? Yeah. I don't mind cold out of the fridge the next day. I am one. I have ordered KFC, not touched it, put it in the fridge so I could eat it cold out of the fridge the next day. Because all that salt soaks in. Like I've, I've, I've had it in my, on the counter in the kitchen and I didn't touch a single piece. Really? And I but put the whole smell, thing. It's no. such a familiar and. No man, it's called discipline, son. It's such a great, a great smell. Like I don't understand how you can have a bucket it of is. KFC chicken right? in the house. I'm with telling that you. smell filling the room and not want to have a piece. So am I alone in this? Okay, so it's hot and fresh out of specifically KFC now, okay? And don't start texting in with all your pizza things cold out of the fridge. That's a different conversation. Two texts we got so far, Thank 925555. Hot and fresh, yeah. reads one. The other one says, yeah, hot and fresh. Oh, somebody said, I prefer it warm. No, okay, that's not a question. Oh, hot and fresh. Hot and fresh because it's just better. That's what the text reads. Damn it, I love it cold the next day. You know, I have specifically ordered it and put it in the fridge to have the next day. I just said that. As did I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the full bucket. Yeah. So I Because I knew I was going to have it breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next day. Mm. So I ordered like the 20 piece. And the skin is nice cold too. That's the best. Like I, yeah. Yeah. If I assume if you're putting skin. the entire bucket of chicken in the fridge, that the skin also... No, but sometimes I just peel the skin off and gnaw on the skin. Yeah, like, oh my God. But So that's the question. So Another text at 925, uh, five, cold all the way. Somebody else said cold. Somebody else said hot and fresh. Duh. Really, huh? Yeah. That gravy though. Oh my okay, we can't talk about the gravy. We can't talk about the gravy. We, <laughs> just specifically the chicken now. Because once we start going down the KFC road, I may never come back again. That gravy. That, so you're hot, fresh out of the bucket yeah. where I am cold out of the fridge the next day. Like 100% cold. I won't even like put it in yeah. the toaster oven or anything like that to heat it up. It's straight out of the fridge. Two more texts back to back at 925 Cold, 100%. Somebody else wrote cold in the fridge. But it almost tastes like a different thing, right? Like it doesn't just taste like cold KFC. When KFC is in the fridge and then you take it out of the fridge the next day, it tastes like a whole new thing. Because all those herbs and spices settle in, oh right? They God. settle right in. Somebody else wrote and said hot and fresh. Hot and fresh you guys are again. animals. Hot and fresh all the way. Really? Hot and fresh only. The wife goes cold and next day from the Do fridge. You, does it not surprise you that KFC doesn't offer cold? Well, I mean, that would be an option, but I don't think it's, I think that they leave that up to the customer to do themselves, right? Yeah. But yes, I, I agree. Like, I don't know why I can't go into another store and just get like two pieces of KFC in like a little tiny mini bucket out of somebody else's fridge. Like, why do I have to just go, you know what I mean? Where, like Becker's? There's something like that. Like, why can't, why, why don't they sell a two-piece mini bucket at Becker's? In the fridge? In the fridge. Somebody else wrote 925 hot and fresh. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. Now, I'm yeah. not trying to start a fight. I'm just asking the question. I say hot and fresh all day. Really? Yeah. Huh? So what do you do if you have leftovers then? What's your, oh, what's your routine? No, no, no. I don't mind. I obviously do not mind cold chicken. But right? do you microwave it if you have the option? Uh, no, I'll have it just cold. But if I had the option, yeah. if we were talking options here, yeah. hot and fresh. But I day. will even, I will eat cold chicken with hot 
supporting cast. Like, I'll put the chicken oh, in the fridge, mm-hmm. right? And then the next day, I'll make fresh fries because they don't last. We all know that. I'll make fresh fries, reheat the gravy. So I got hot gravy, super hot fries, and then four pieces of cold chicken on the plate. Like I'll mix it, I'll mix it up. I'll have the full <sighs> meal just with cold chicken. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm on board with You're that. You're not one. doing that, huh? I'm not coming over for yes. lunch. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that one. You're not going to help me move this weekend. No, no I can't. Okay, fair enough. No, it's got to be hot and fresh out the right, bucket. I got to rely on Maury. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Everyone's self isolating, and uh, you got to find something to do. Mm-hmm. People get bored. Mm-hmm. You see on. Social media, they have like fitness instructors who will get up on the roof of a condo and do a workout and maybe get other people who are living in the condo to do the workout as well. They're standing at their at the window. Oh, I gotcha. I right? have uh, a friend it, that played tic-tac-toe with his neighbor across the way. On what? Writing it on the window? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You gotta do uh, what you gotta do. There was that video in Italy of people all out on the balcony singing together. And for some people, just being by yourself is not your thing. You need community. You need other people to do things with. Yeah. Uh, There was that one opera singer who couldn't see her father because of self-isolation. So her father stood on the balcony while she was on the ground floor singing to him. I was driving by with my son on the bicycle and then I said to him let's say hello to grandma and grandpa who are in quarantine then I said why won't we just sing a serenade to them just like grandpa sang to grandma when they were young of course it needed some persuasion because uh, he always shouts when I sing but eventually he allowed it. So that was real nice, right? That's great. Um, another opera singer in Toronto started doing this from the, the balcony of their condo. And there's a video making its way around right now. This has happened in Brooklyn, New York. But what somebody did was set up a super loud speaker. Mm-hmm. And started playing Juicy by Biggie. (laughs) And listen. Listen to the crowd. These are all people inside of their apartment units with the windows wide open. It was a beautiful sunny day in New York. While Biggie was playing, they're all rapping to Juicy. awesome like when you need a smile when you're trapped inside self-isolating that's it right there when you can get an entire community to sing biggie by juicy or juicy by biggie that's amazing (laughs) here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast
Can I mention uh, the picture I just saw? Yeah. Made, I've never laughed so hard in my life. We'll go for no it. No idea who made it. So it's a photograph of the Toronto Maple Leafs logo. Yeah. And then way over here is the Stanley Cup. And yeah. it said social distancing since 1967. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Like everybody's already down in the dumps. Like those guys are probably down in the dumps. Yeah. Actually, not really. They're all at home playing Xbox. It's not cool. It's not PS4. cool, man. That is but still. That's genius. You can't do that. This, this was the year. You don't understand. This was the year. <laughs> yeah. We were okay. going to take it all. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> yeah. So just, what happens on the cup then? They just, like, it'll skip a year? No. no they I, just no, won't no, put no. a plaque. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But that's what I mean. So you'll see 1999, or sorry, 1990. You'll yeah. See, you'll also see 20, from the years 2000 to 2019. Yeah. See 2019 and then 2021. No, so no, there'll be a gap. No, 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 no. Nobody knows what's going to happen. When I say that, I don't mean, no. there's been no official announcement that they've canceled anything. But then if I was the 2019 people, I'd be like, well, that's not fair. You played a shorter season. But they did that during lockout season as well. Yeah, they played a way shorter season. Way shorter season. When was that? That was like, oh... Five or six, I think. Not even. There was, was another that one. That, that? Yeah, there was another one that was more recently than that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So they played shorter seasons during lockout seasons because the only thing that matters, it, the, the regular, what you realize is that the regular season. Yes, it's important because you, you need the numbers, and there's a lot yeah. of teams that are in the race and everything else. But when it comes to the playoffs, you still have to win four rounds. Yeah, and the playoffs aren't any easier with a shorter season. The playoffs are still the playoffs. The mm -hmm. playoffs are still they don't four rounds. That schedule at all. Four rounds, you know, best of seven, and that's just what you. That's sort of what you get. I know somebody from uh, Major League Baseball was throwing around the idea of if the season comes back this year, yeah. right? Like soon, let's say, yeah, to have seven inning games but make them double headers, right? So you're still playing the same amount. It was like 162 games or whatever. Yeah. I don't, think and that, then the yeah. playoffs would la go right up until like around Christmas time in December. Yeah, I don't think that they landed on the seven innings. I know there's a lot of people that are not happy but with that. then you would do that. the seventh inning stretch because the game would end before the, the stretch. Exactly, yeah. No, it wouldn't. It would end one inning before the stretch. Yeah. <laughs> or two innings, yeah. Correct. Or they would just play all seven innings, yeah, right? Yeah. At the end of the seventh inning, game done. Yeah, I know they were they were talking about uh, if baseball does come back, like on, as far as the, the what if goes, and if you do have to play uh the World Series in November and December, they there was throwing around the idea of doing the games in sort of neutral ballparks. Yeah, because like what they so, do with the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, because they can't have you can't have winter. You know, oh, if it's an outdoor park. Yeah, if the Yankees are in the World Series, they can't play in December. Yeah, that's true. They so come you, to so Toronto have and to, go play at Rogers Center. Yeah, they'd have to go somewhere where there's either an indoor, where it's either an indoor ballpark or down south where it's still where it's still kind of warm. But yeah, no, there's so much there's so much going on. I also read that they're turning jerseys, I think, from the NHL into masks for for people to wear during COVID. What? How's that safe? I'll send you the story. How's that safe? I'll send you the. They're, they're Did you read the, the whole jersey. story? Yeah, they're turning the jerseys into like face masks. Is this another? Is this another like? People have been covering their faces with these in shame since 1967. <laughs> no? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing, Britt? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Britt, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, I have a serious FML. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost three years, and we recently moved in with two of our friends. Uh, we've known mm -hmm. them for years, and we thought moving in together would be great. Over the last few months, 
Things with them have been getting worse, and we don't really want to live with them anymore. Uh, we've tried talking to them about the problems, but nothing changes. It's my boyfriend and I's name on the lease, but we don't know if we should ask them to move out or if it will cause problems or ruin our friendship. What should we do? Yeah. So, Britt, <laughs> how long has it been that you and your boyfriend have been living with this other couple? Um, so we all moved in, in together in November. So it's only been a few months, really. Okay, oh, so wow. four months. Okay. But yeah. you know what? Especially now, trying to kick somebody out of your place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't do it, like, now, but, like, <laughs> like, but... So, like maybe like in a few months we kind of were like uh, what are what are some of the uh, things you guys are having a, a problem with okay well I guess like some of the main reasons is like we live in a house so we obviously pay like hydro and everything like electricity mm-hmm. they constantly like do not care they will leave everything on they like just just like they just don't have any regard for anything and just rack up the bills so high and it's like getting insane and they <laughs> I don't even know how to put it and like they only pay like a set price because we gave them kind of like a deal so now like that the bills are going up yeah. they're kind of like oh well you know you gave us this price like we well, don't want to pay that so well but what yeah. do you do they're like what leaving all the lights on and stuff yeah uh. yeah and like the water bill like they'll take at, like it's just like so bad like uh, and then, then take longer showers like, than what you and your boyfriend would take yeah well like that's not the biggest deal but like you know like doing the laundry like on like off peak hours yeah that's a lot of that's a lot huh i would say that fair is fair and they need to be yeah. reasonable and that is if if you guys came to some sort of agreement of how much they would have to contribute for utilities and then they're leaving all the lights on and doing laundry at you know, uh, non-off-peak hours, you should be able to go to them and say, hey, guys, listen from now on because these bills are crazy. Uh, we're going to sit down with the bill at the end of the month and we're going to make it fair. Mm-hmm. Right, we're gonna we're gonna split it the way that it, that it needs to be split. Your your sort of rent isn't gonna change, but the utilities we got to do something <laughs> about that because we're wind up eating the cost, and then the whole purpose yeah. of living together to to sort of save time or to sort of save a little bit of money and make it easier for everyone is actually doing the exact opposite. It's making it more difficult for you guys. Yeah, and it's your name on the lease. Now, as yeah. far as far as asking them to leave. I think that those conversations are started from a place of reality, which is, did you all expect to be living together, the four of you, forever? Not forever, no. 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 But. So you knew that this time was going to come. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you know it's not a forever thing, you're not breaking up with them. You guys aren't married. It's, it's not, not like an episode a, of Friends. Yeah. It's not, uh, you guys yeah. You guys aren't all- Which is, a, I assume, what you like envisioned uh, yeah. going into this situation. You're not a double couple, yeah. are you? No. Okay. <laughs> You gotta ask. I, know, I don't know. I, know. I, know. I need to know what we're dealing with here. True. True. Okay. okay. I guess like also like one of the also big problems is right now with everything going on with the virus. Um, I have asthma, so I'm more at risk. Mm-hmm. So I'm self isolating. Um, one of them just doesn't care. He kind of thinks everything's a joke, and you know he's been going out. He is out with friends. Is going like places, and he brings people over oh. and. Yeah, and, like, we're telling him, like, you don't understand, this is serious, and if I get something, like, it's bad for everyone, but I'm also more at risk, so he doesn't, like, understand that, and he's taking everything as a joke. Has your boyfriend tried talking to him as well? Yeah, he got, like, yelled at him, like... And what'd the guy say? He was just like, oh, like, it's fine, like, you're not gonna get anything, it's not a big deal. (laughs) 
Oh my! God. I would I would tell them now and just be compassionate and say, Hey, listen, I know this is the absolute worst time for everybody right now, but it mm-hmm. would, it would be best if you guys took this opportunity of where we're all sort of you know isolating and all of our sort of responsibilities are a little bit less. Uh, take this time to start looking for another place. That's the thing. Like, I just don't want it to like cause problems and ruin friendships. Cause, well, it's, go- it's going to. It's it going already to. has, it's going in to. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why are you such good friends with such a? <laughs> d- <laughs> That's a good question. I should ask that. <laughs> Wonder myself. Wait, whose friend was it originally? Was it your friend or was it your boyfriend's friend? Uh, mine. Yeah. Your friend. You're friends yeah. with this d bags girlfriend uh no i'm friends with him oh my um, god I've known, I've known him before and she's just like a friend of him so wait before you asked him to move in did you know that he was that much of a d no to be fair he wasn't this inconsiderate before so oh. i'm wondering if now that we live together he's showing his true colors so i would I'm say just, so i'm just thinking of those dynamics i don't know if like if, if I was hooked up with Catherine uh-huh. and Catherine said, hey, do you want my best friend who's a guy to move in with us? There's no way that that would ever happen. Well, it's uh, like my boyfriend is really, he's gay. So my boyfriend doesn't care. <laughs> so hold on here. So the other two people are not a couple. It's your gay best friend and then one of his girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, my God. OK. And you sure you guys aren't like a four way couple here? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Gotta ask. Gotta ask. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would tell him that it's in his best interest and it's in the best interest of everybody if he take this opportunity to start looking for another place. No. Yeah, I think it's probably going to have to happen. And, be- and because they're not a couple, then what do you do with the girl? Well, that's the thing, too. Like, we're struggling with her because it's more problems with him, but she has a lot of, like, problems with her house, so, like, we feel like if we kick her out, where does she go? Like, she pretty much has nowhere to go. So we're like, oh, God, we feel bad. Well, then you put that on him. Then you say you got to take her with you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Brett. Good All right, luck. Brett. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Love you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Coffee and Kareem is a new movie on Netflix that drops on Friday starring Ed Helms and Taraji P. Henson. Ed Helms is a police officer dating Taraji and her son gets mixed up with some bad dudes. Mm-hmm. Ed Helms stumbles upon a situation where things go bad, and now Ed Helms and Taraji P. Henson's son are both on the run and also mixed up in this terrible situation. And it's a comedy. It's and raunchy. just judging by the trailer, yeah. it is very raunchy, <laughs> but it's also absolutely hilarious. And yesterday, Dammit Mori had the chance to over the phone, sit down and chat with Taraji P. Henson. And as you're listening to this, I don't know, the vibe, like, the vibe was there mm-hmm. between them, but it was also off a little bit because there was a lot of, like, awkward laughing. Okay. And I think maybe because both Dammit Mori and Taraji P. didn't know how to react to one another, so okay. they just continuously, nervously laugh. Okay. This movie, this is what we need right now in the world. It was so funny and so good. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. People want to laugh right now. People need to laugh right now. You know, with this movie, you know, Ed's playing kind of like a geeky cop, you know, just an everyday cop kind of thing. This movie may ruin a lot of people's fantasies for a man in uniform. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No muscle. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, I know, but he has charisma. And he's funny, he's charming, and sweet. 
fair. That makes up for no muscles and abs and, you know, all that. (laughs) (laughs) You have great hair. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly you're agreeing with me now. It's like, like, neither of them know what to say. It's like an awkward first date. Here's the the thing. Taraji P is, she's a lot of things. You know, one thing that she is not is somebody who is capable of lying. And even though she's got a movie to promote, she is incapable of calling Ed Helms hot. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know, she'll pump his tires in all sorts of other ways. He's so funny. He's funny. He's a nice guy. (laughs) The whole world, I've never seen anything like COVID-19. Are you um, stuck at home? Yeah, I mean, isn't the world? I mean, you better be if you're not trying to be a problem. Because you're you're used to always being busy. How are you keeping yourself busy, stuck at home? I have a hair hair care line called TPH by Taraji that just launched this year in January, and so I do videos uh, promoting the products. Um, I made myself an at home spa in the unit, the empty unit next door that we own as well. Um, because when we're in, I'm in Chicago, and so I took my gym equipment over there, my Peloton bike, and my spa, my um, massage table, and my sauna, infrared sauna blanket, and I made it sort of like a gym spa slash meditative retreat. Yeah, and I just make sure I give myself some projects, a list of things to do every day so I feel like I'm just not stuck. You know, keep your mind active or you will lose it. Wow. <laughs> rich, pe- rich people problems, right? <laughs> hey, listen, she worked hard for it, I you know, know to be I able know. to get that suite next to her suite. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, also, the suite next to her suite was empty. Yeah, it's so, amazing. I love it. I uh, love it. The I new love movie Taraji. is called Coffee and Cream, and it's going to be on Netflix. That drops on Friday. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Operation Support Local is now at uh, kiss925.com. We started this on the Roz and Mocha Show a few weeks ago, and this thing like lit up the entire city, Roz. Yeah, and we're so happy to to, to be a part of this, to be any part of this, uh, which is we all know the local businesses need everybody's help, and it's tough for you to support, um, but you just got to try, and we're going to do everything we can. And so with Operation Support Local, every day we're going to have somebody on from just a local joint in the city, whether yeah. it's a restaurant or like a, I don't even know, like a flower shop or whatever it is, give them some airtime, let them do a little promotion uh, for whatever it is they're doing so they can get by. Hey, Melanie, how are you? It's Razamoka. Hi, good. How are you? Good, good, good. So uh, your company is featured on our website, kiss925.com. Yes. Well, thank you once again for this opportunity. This is incredible and for your support. Um, at Get Low Dance Co., we offer cultural dance fitness programs and parties for kids and youth across the city. And so what we've been doing uh, through this time since our whole company is about bringing people together, we've come to a little halt. So we decided to build a platform online for parents and kids um, to get together and do activities and uh, physical activity and dance programs inside their home. So talk us through this now. How does, how does this work if I'm a parent at home right now? Okay. Mm -hmm. What do I do? What do I do? How do I bring this into my world? Yes. um, We are on Instagram and um, to be able to take part, we are offering uh, classes every other day 
on our Instagram live for free. Okay. What time? Uh, at noon, actually. Today uh, at noon, we're doing a hip-hop dance party. And how long How long are the classes? Uh, about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. That's okay. great. So, yeah. so, so you just get your phone or the TV or the iPad or whatever it is, go on to Instagram, find you guys, which is uh, Get Low Dance Co., and then we just tune in at, at, uh, at noon. You guys go live and what? There's like an instructor there. And what's the difficulty level? Because, you know, I've never done hip-hop dance before. <laughs> Are you a dancer? Well, I don't want to. Don't I, the only thing I ask, okay, is like, <laughs> shut up, Mark. Mark's in the other room, right. laughing hysterically I used to, right I used now. To dance a lot with my shirt off at a Joker okay. Night Club back in the day. Okay. You know, you know, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Okay, I spent a lot of time on a speaker in my life. Okay. No, what I'm saying is that will I be embarrassed in front of my kid? <laughs> We are all about fun dance fitness, so okay. it is for every level. So don't be afraid to get out there with you and your child okay. and show us what you got. Okay, this is such a fantastic because physical activity. I find that this is now the thing when you have a kid at home that is becoming more difficult and more difficult, especially as the weather gets better because all they want to do is go outside. And now even they used to be able to just go to the park and just not go on the climber. Yeah. Now you can't even go right. in the park anymore. And another, you know, another way to keep them away from watching television or watching the iPad or just yeah. like not paying attention to anything, maybe playing a little bit too much video games, uh, another activity to, to fill their day. So at Get Low Dance Co. Exactly. on Instagram. And today at noon, you guys are doing a hip hop class about 45 minutes and every other day after that. You got it. Can I teach you a few moves while we're on the line? Sure. <laughs> keep your shirt on, though, Ross. Which one is our dancer? Mocha. Ross. <laughs> Is Maury there? Yeah, Maury, get your ass in here. Well, okay, I hold am. On, hold on a... one second. Maury's not moving too fast. Oh, wait, this morning. Before, no, before... come on over. Melanie, okay. before you uh, teach Dammit Maury some dance moves, once COVID, once COVID 19 is all done, right? What yeah. happens with Get Low Dance Code? Do you guys have a studio anywhere? If people want to get more info, if they want to sign up for any of the classes? Thank you. Um, we are actually mobile, so our main clients are daycares and school boards, but we also do dance parties. So, um, those who like to have a little bit something different for their, their child's birthday party, they can reach us online at getlowdanceco.com or right from our Instagram as well. Love right. it. Okay, Maury. Okay, Maury, Maury is ready uh, to dance. Maury's ready to dance. He just pulled up his pants. <laughs> really, like, like really high, like like uncomfortably high. I'm hoping that they cinch down a little during this process. Amazing. Okay. All right. Well, we love to teach diverse cultural dance styles. Yeah. And so my forte is actually belly dance. Do we have, have you ever done belly dance before? Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get ready. If you feel comfortable, put your shirt a little bit high and tuck it up high so we can see that belly out. Yep. He's very comfortable with that, by the way. And Amazing. Guess, and guess what? So am I. <laughs> okay. All right. Bend those knees. Who? And have your arms nice out to the side. Yeah. We're going Bend to your start knees. Bend your knees with a hip shimmy. So everything's all with the waist and your belly, of course, for belly dance. Melanie, have you twist side to side? Yeah, okay, now side to side. All nice right. and gentle, twisting yeah. those hips back and forth. Make sure your arms are nice and loose. Some people like to tighten them up to the side like a bird. Yeah. Make sure they're really uh, loose and really. long. Ain't, ain't nothing tightening up in this room. <laughs> Excellent. I think we have a pro over there. Oh, you, yeah. He's a pro something already. 
Okay, here's what it, here's what it looks like. Maury's shirt is up over his head, and his arms are out oh, by no. his side. He looks like he's solo rowing a raft down rapids right now, and that he's scared. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to breathe. Make sure to breathe. You don't want him to start breathing. We know what happens when he starts breathing. <laughs> Get low, dance go on Instagram. Uh, thank you very much, Melanie McGregor, for joining us on the Razamoga Show today. Operation Support Local is now on our website, kiss925.com. On there, you'll find a full list of local businesses trying to survive during COVID-19. Uh, if your business, you feel like you want to have some love being shown towards uh, your business, you can submit all your info there. Can I put my arms down? Uh, <laughs> nope. No, keep going. <laughs> Thanks, Melanie. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. I appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, there is a big anniversary to be celebrated in the city of Toronto today, Roz. Okay. It was 30 years ago today. Jeez. 1990. Rogers Center. Back then known as Skydome. Mm -hmm. 67,678 people inside of the then Skydome witnessed the ultimate warrior <laughs> beat Hulk Hogan in a title for title match to win the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. Hey, Skydome, 30 years ago wow. today. Wow. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How's everybody doing? Good. I filled up my, uh, I had to fill up the car yesterday. Yeah. And the cruel sort of joke about all of this is gas is so bloody cheap, but we ain't got anywhere to go. <laughs> you can't use it. I know. It's just for your, I mean, for us at least, it's just going yeah. from home to work, work to home. Yeah. Like, we've never had gas this cheap before. Which is why gas is so cheap, because nobody's driving anywhere. Well, no, gas is cheap because Saudi Arabia screwed Russia. Well, <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> but we had nowhere to go. I'm like, I filled up yesterday, and I'm like, eyes like bugged out of my head when I saw how cheap it was to fill the truck. And I'm like, this is going to last me a month and a half. Did you make sure you like sanitize your hands after? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was all done up. Yeah? Yeah. I use a Lysol wipe when filthy. I'm at the gas station. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had two of those with me, and I was wearing gloves. Oh, and gloves. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I had gloves on. Have to. Yeah, because it's nuts, man. I had to go out yesterday for a little bit, too. I said I'd get something at the grocery store. Go to store. the park? Oh. No, I didn't go to a park. <laughs> yeah, they, it was weird. They, like Somebody like vandalized the park. They put like yellow tape around it and stuff. <laughs> So I cleaned it all up. <laughs> Put it in the trash? Yeah, I threw it right in the trash. <laughs> man, Tori's going to hear that. Come down here and smack you, boy. Yeah, it was really rude. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, like it was like that yellow tape that they put on things that are broken or dangerous. Did it say like, caution? This part, like this park's not dangerous. Yeah, yeah I took it all down. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me going down the slide. Yeah. <laughs> I tested it all out, too. It's in perfect yeah. working condition. Nice. After I had just gone to a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nuts, though, man. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah, and the streets are empty. 
Yeah, highways are empty. There was three. Uh, there was three cars on the gardener this morning, and one of them cut me off. <laughs> Seriously, like really? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just swerved so bad. <gasps> I swear to God, two of my wheels came up on the truck. No, yeah, dude, yeah, really. I almost lost it this morning. Like I was shook up until like five minutes ago. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. You need. Yeah. Oh, it was I came crazy. Your well, it was not you, Maury. Maury just put up his hand going, was that me? Santa, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even give you no, a right there's now. there's three cars. Three cars on the road, and one of them cut me well, off. Where could you be, I'm honestly, like, how does this happen? At that time of the, at this time of the morning, like, where yeah. do you need to be that you're driving erratically no, like no, no, that? No, no, no. It was one of these things where we were going. I was coming uh, east on the Gardner, and he was about to take the, the York exit. And then decided at the last second to not take oh, the York exit. Oh, yeah. And then and swerve back in. And swerve back in. Probably didn't even check. Yeah. Yeah, he just swerved. Yeah, because the there was only spot. three cars on the road, right? Yeah. Like, why you got to check? But I was, you I, was honk or no? I was right there. Yeah, I honked. I did everything, but I was yeah. just trying not to flip the truck. Yeah. It was crazy. And the person, I guess the person didn't like slow down. Nothing. And, like, and you know, sorry. and I thought maybe, right? Yeah. I thought maybe, but no, as soon as that happened, they realized what they did and they just, they kept, they were social distancing by like 500 yards. Oh. <laughs> 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 got to follow the rules, right? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You guys watching uh, JB on IG Live last night? No. Oh. Who was he on? He did uh, IG Live with uh, Spider-Man, right? Did he? Yeah. When, last night? I think so, didn't he? Yeah. And a bunch of fans. He did IG Live <sighs> with a bunch of fans. Yeah. And then he did IG Live with uh, Tom Holland. I'm pretty sure oh, that's what went down. Oh, come on. Went so I, lo- oh, I stopped watching then. Oh, did you? I didn't see when he was on with Tom Holland. I yeah. saw... Uh, he was talking to somebody from Sault Ste. Marie, a fan from Sault Ste. Marie. I think a fan from like St. Louis or Boston or something. Yeah. And uh, I kept requesting for him to to go live with uh, me. Uh, did you? Yeah. I mean, he didn't. But he didn't. No. Maybe he didn't see it. No. That's what I'm thinking. He a lot didn't of people. see it. There was like 100,000 people watching. Yeah, it was crazy. Haley was there. Yeah. I kept asking him what, uh, what was in the oven because he had somebody back there cooking. And someone kept putting some stuff in the oven. Oh. I was kind of curious yeah. what they're having for dinner. So he's, he's still got the chef over there, yeah. huh? Interesting. I don't have a chef. Yeah, nice big-ass house. Yeah. But I think, I don't know if that's the, is that the house that they have over here? No, no, no. They're in L.A. They're still in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Damn. know. And I don't know what happened because I think he just sold that place and they were getting another place. I think he bought somebody else's. Wasn't he who's, moving? Who's famous. He, Where was bought, he moving? He Not place. Stratford. He was moving out to like Barrie or something? No, no. It was, oh God, I don't even know. It was east of the, it was east of the city. No, west of the, northwest of the city. I don't know. Maybe up by like Guelph or something like that. But he, he, they, apparently he bought this place on some piece of water. I don't even know where it was, but it was just like sort of beautiful compound. But uh, after they, the purchase was announced, never heard anything about it. Never, yeah. like never, I never heard anything it, about like, it. Not dumped it. Like if they sold it. You may not, you may not even know. You may, you may be up there all the time and you'd never know it. Yeah. Yeah. You fly private, right? To, to some sure. little airport out there. Where everyone the, keeps their mouths shut? Yeah. Because they don't want the land. attention. Yeah. You know, you would never see them. This place is on like 80 acres or something like that. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. You'd never, you'd never see them. I was on IG Live yesterday. And somebody, uh, I was, I was IGing live with Catherine. So I was uh, in the office. Where was Cath- she? Catherine was in the kitchen. Oh, so like ten Cause, feet away. Because people asked if Catherine was home, uh-huh. and then so I, she joined me on IG live. Yeah, and then social distancing. Social distancing Good for you. Right? And then uh, fans are awesome. We were answering questions, and then somebody asked for whatever reason. I don't know if we had any wigs in the house. Okay. And at that point, Roxy runs downstairs and grabs her wig. 
because she has wigs. Of course we have wigs in the house. I have a 10-year-old girl at home. Uh-huh. Of course we have wigs. And then she makes me put the wig on during IG Live. <gasps> what color was it? So embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It was blonde. Yeah. Uh, long or short? Short. Like, this is what it looked like. That's, I look like I look like Joe Exotic. <laughs> Yo, that's straight up. Ross Exotic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, look, you know what? Honestly, yeah. you look like you love tigers. Yeah, and you know how at the end of uh, doing an IG Live, you can uh, either delete it or post it? Yeah. Delete it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. IG Live was crazy yesterday. Uh, Drake and Tory Lanez broke the IG Live record. Nice. So the old record was Taylor Swift's with 150,000 viewers. Wow. Where Drake and Tory Lanez had a total of 310,000 viewers for their Yeah, IG but come Live. on, let's be real. All those views came because of Drake. Right. Not that many people tuning in for Tory Lanez. He, no was, at, respect, he was at 140. Tory Lanez was at 140 and then Drake jumped on and then they shot up to 310. And yeah. Bieber was on IG Live yesterday, and he was just randomly adding fans. I kept that trying would, to request, and he would never pick me. That would, and I got that blue check mark and everything. You have to listen. Like, to, come on, bro. You have to listen to this because he was just adding fans, and then I guess there was a mom who heard her daughter freaking out somewhere in the house. Yeah, and then the mom walked in and was obviously like, "What the hell's going on in here?" And then this is Bieber explaining to some random mom what IG Live is. Hi, hi, mom. Hey, Justin Bieber. How are you doing? Oh my god. No. Um, I'm literally shaking. I'm literally talking to my daughter. Uh, so there's a thing. There's a feature on Instagram called Live, and you can accept random people to go live with. And I just randomly clicked on your daughter's page. I'm literally shaking. She's probably confused. Like, how are you randomly FaceTiming with Justin Bieber? Yeah, I'm okay. Do this, and I never get so, the answer. So what, what your daughter did is she, she requested to go live with me on my account. Oh my I clicked on her name randomly. <laughs> so that's how we're here. Oh, I missed yeah. all that. I was on, I don't even know how long he was on IG Live for. Yeah. But I was on for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. And I kept requesting. Yeah. And that gone through. And huh? he wasn't, it wasn't. What time was this at? What time was he doing it? Um, this was about 8, 8.30. Last night? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he's, and, he's in LA, so that's and like I, No, time. so here's the thing, though, because we got a text at 925 because I was trying to figure out whether or not he was in LA or if he was at this beautiful compound that he built out here. And somebody texted and said, Justin and Haley are in Canada. He said it on his IG live oh, last night oh, with Tory Lanez. Wow. I guess he hopped on IG with uh, Tory Lanez as well. There you go. Yeah, so they're in, they're in the country, mm, hold up in that massive, massive... Yeah place that they had built. Yeah. I think they built it, right? They I, did. No, 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 no. They bought they, it. They bought it. Yeah, they bought it. Um, and so it that, could, but I mean, it may be that place. It may not be that place. They may be, who knows? They may be in a hotel somewhere for all we know. I don't know. I don't know where they are. But uh, but yeah, IG Live is really the spot, huh? Yeah. It really is. Every it's day. A ton of, it's a ton of fun. I, I love doing it. I uh, I tried to request a couple times when The Rock was on the other night on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. At five o'clock, he was uh, talking about, he was trying to go through like his cheat meal yeah. and he had like, his French toast cheat meal. Oh. But he used sourdough bread and legit it looked like somebody took baked a loaf of bread, right. cut it in half, turned it on its side, and then put syrup on it. That's exactly what it looked <laughs> oh, like. Jeez. Yeah. Tick. They weren't they weren't slices. Tick. Yeah. They were loaves. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
How far did you get through Tiger King last night? One episode. One? (laughs) I told you, man. My bedtime, excuse me, my bedtime is usually like 9, at the latest 9.30. So why not start it earlier? What time does the boy go to bed? He goes to bed. Last night he went to bed at 7.30. Yeah. And then, because Jenna wants to watch a show too. Right. right? Because she was like, can we please start Tiger King tonight? I was like, yeah, of course. And then she gets on the phone with her mother. <laughs> right? Yeah. They talk every day. Here we go. Totally cool. But why doesn't she schedule the call earlier then? No, why why do it during during prime TV time? I know. But I don't know. It's they just talk. So she gets on the phone. Yeah. And then you sit there and do what? Wait? And I'm waiting. Uh, and I'm like you scanning. Get your, you get your snacks ready. You don't want to eat anything because you want to save them. And everything. Oh, yeah, no. glass yeah, of wine. Yeah. And uh, and then I end up just like <laughs> switching channels, and I find Slice, the channel Slice, and like Below Deck is on. <laughs> so I'm watching Below Deck. I watched like a full. I didn't even realize I was like so into the show. I was oh, watching one episode of Below Deck. Oh, what a sad then, night! And then, no, it wasn't sad. Oh. Why would you say that? It's fine. Wine, chips, and Below Deck alone. <laughs> like you could do better, man. No, no, we were in the same room though. That's the thing. <laughs> okay, so wine, wine, chips, Below Deck, and your wife is ignoring you in the same room. You can and do better. And then we started, and then okay. we finally started. And so you're one episode in. What, what are you? What are you feeling oh, so? Man. What are you feeling so far? That guy's so. Weird man, the Joe Exotic guy. Yeah, he is so weird. All right, I'm talking about number one seller in the gift shop is your tiger print underwear. <laughs> Come on, bro, nobody believes you. That, that shelf was fully stocked. Wow, jeez, man. I I'm know you don't even remember that, no, like the details of that, to, right? No, no, because Catherine just wrapped it up last night, so I've officially now uh, watched it twice. The whole, oh, okay. the whole series. Yeah, is she like really into it? No, not really. Oh. She was fine. Oh. She enjoyed it. I, yeah. She just she's not entertained by that sort of life like I am. I love watching people I'm, like that. I'm now on my third time watching it. Third time around. Because I've watched it twice and Matthew's finally like, fine, fine, let's well, do you this. you watch it twice? Solo? I've watched it twice solo. Yeah. Oh, why? Because I'm so noticing other, other little, like I watched it just to see did I miss anything? Because I'm obsessed with this guy. Yeah, yeah. And so I watched, now we started it for a third time and you know what? I'm not sitting back bored. I'm like, all right, here yeah, we go. Yeah, here no, we go. So am I. I, won. I watched it the second time. I was just as into it. Yeah. I wonder if Joe Exotic knows that he's brought the world together during coronavirus. You know I what think I mean? he does now. Because oh, yeah. he's still posting on Facebook. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. He's yeah. in jail though, right? Or yeah. is he still no, in jail? You get, you get yeah, computer time. Yeah. I guess you do get computer time. But yeah, no, it's really wild that this is the guy this is the guy that just like gave us all something to talk about, like something that united everybody. Yeah. Whether you loved the, the docuseries or you hated it, it's like Joe Exotic came around at the perfect time to just bring everyone together. But it's weird because which is like- all he ever wanted to do. I put the Only- underwear on my Christmas list. Did you? You want official Joe Exotic I undies? I really want that. Good for you. All the, uh, not characters, but they are like characters. Oh, Yes. Like, I just can't believe that there are, like, they they were just all part of this community, part of this circle. Yeah. All these different personalities. Like, they don't seem real. No. Right? No. But they were all intertwined in some way, shape, they or form. They had celebrity contacts, too. Like, one of them was on stage with Britney Spears at the MTV Awards. Yeah, Shaq Doc was. Been there. Yeah, yeah, Spoiler alert, yeah. I haven't gotten to that episode yet. <laughs> it's not even an episode. I saw Shaq. I saw Shaq. 
in episode one. <laughs> okay, so do episode two and three tonight then. Two and three. Gotcha. Yes, okay? Okay. Do two and three tonight. You better have this wrapped up by Friday. We can't carry this on to another week. <laughs> Friday? Yeah. I, I think, I don't even think, I think they're pulling it on Thursday, to be honest no, they're not. with you. You're yeah, such a liar. No, no, I think, you know how things disappear oh, no, on Netflix all the time? Release. I yeah, got that Thursday, Thursday. You're such a liar. No, it's Maury. true. <laughs> okay, for me, the press release, Maury. Oh, I already stop deleted it. it. Just stop it. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. No, just watch the damn show. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Julia, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. And it's Julia, not Julia, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just had to check. Hey, who, uh, <laughs> one day we're going to get a Julia, I tell you. <laughs> okay, so Julia, you are this. I have a friend that can be a real ass sometimes, but she is extremely sensitive at the same time so we can never call her out on it. I always have to walk on eggshells to make sure I don't accidentally offend her or God forbid I disagree with her on something. Uh, I've worked with her before and she really can be a sweet person and she's always there for me, but she always makes everything about her and when bad stuff happens to her or someone treats her wrong, even though they don't, she just sees it that way. She acts like the universe is out to get her. How can I still be friends with her without being afraid of calling her out? I'm uh, tired of just agreeing with her when she talks crap about people. So is this a friend of yours or a co-worker that's then become a friend or a friend that you are now working with? A friend of mine from school. Gotcha. And how long have you been friends with her? Uh, four years. Four years. There's a fine line between somebody who is perceived as being sensitive and somebody who is toxic mm -hmm. and a friend in your world should not be the most exhausting thing that you have in your life yeah exactly there's just it doesn't work that way that's not what you have friends around for friends shouldn't be the most exhausting part of your life julia can you give us an example of something that happened recently where this issue has come up again? Okay, so we were doing a group project because we're raising online now. Mm -hmm. And um, I was assigned as group leader. Everybody assigned me as it. And when I was giving us, like giving the group instructions of what we should be doing, she just straight up ignored me and said, I'm not doing this. It's too early. The due date isn't for a while. Just let me do my thing and it'll be fine. And it just, it really bothers me when she does that because she doesn't take me seriously. Do you have to be this girl's friend? Like, are you guys tied together in some bond that maybe we don't understand? We have a very close um, mutual friend. Okay, so that's not that's not your friendship, though. Having a mutual friend, it, 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 it is it is my friendship. But like, but over the past like two years, we've we've gone a little bit apart. But we're both still so close with this one friend. No, no, no. What I mean is that your true relationship is with this third friend, not with the yeah. girl that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I think that there's a couple things that you need to be able to do to be a good friend. You know, you need to you need to be able to listen. You need to be able to listen to another friend's story and a couple things. One, not make it all about you. Two, mm -hmm. not sort of rationalize their own drama, meaning if you say to them, oh my God, my mom is, you know, she's sick and my dad lost his job. And then a terrible friend goes, oh, it'll be, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll all work out. Yeah. Okay. And a really horrible friend goes, oh yeah. So your mom is what your mom's sick. Oh my God. I went through that with my mom and then That's my exactly mom and my does. mom. Yeah. It's a bad friend. Has it's, anyone just, ever it's just a called, sign of a bad friend. Has anyone ever called her out on her behavior? Um, I did once and then she she didn't talk to me for like three days. She went ballistic. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Well, that's not somebody you want in your life anyway. 
I know. Yeah. I, I would say that this is not a good friend. I would say that she does not have a lot of the skills that make a good friend. Yeah. And a good friend will sort of know all those things. A good friend knows when you just need to listen and shut up. And mm-hmm. she doesn't seem capable of just being able to listen and shut up because that's a sign of a great friend is to just sort of, you got to be able to share the the good times, but you also got to be able to share the bad times without mm-hmm. making it all about you or without making, without rationalizing everything to the point of where you feel like you're going crazy for even saying what you said. Yeah, exactly. And this is a behavior that hasn't changed and doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. I think you need to distance yourself away from uh, from this individual. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I just feel so bad. Like, I, I don't want to get on her bad side because then she, like, resorts to online and Twitter and then she writes all this stuff. and then, Like all and passive-aggressive the stuff or, like, directs, yeah. directs it at you? So, so it's it's pass it's passive aggressive stuff. Like she won't like say my name, but you, everyone will know like what it's about. So why don't but. you just why don't you do like a slow distance act? Why don't you just have the absolute bare minimum communication with her? You sound like a nice person, so don't be overly aggressive with her, but don't don't invite her to in any other parts of your life other than the parts that she's absolutely necessary to be in. Okay. Okay. Thanks, All right, Julia. No, it's Julia. Oh, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, girl. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going to play something for you that's going to put a smile on your face. Take your attention away from I like that, all the huh? COVID nonsense. Everyone staying indoors. Everyone um, just in a terrible mood, mm-hmm. right? Because you're just it's surrounded tough. by COVID all the it's time. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, this was posted by a woman named Shannon on TikTok. I don't know where in Ontario they live. Um, and I don't know who the old guy is that she's filming, but he's reading a poem. I don't know if maybe he made it up or not. Doesn't matter. It's real nice. And it's called We Need a Smile. And it's the sweetest man you'll ever see in your entire life, Ross. Hello. A smile can be very contagious. <laughs> you can catch it like the flu. Someone smiled at me today and I started smiling too. When I went around the corner, this guy seen my grin. And when he started smiling, I knew I passed it on to him. Mm-hmm. Then I got to thinking just what a smile is worth. A smile like ours could travel all around the earth. So if you feel a smile coming on, don't keep it on detected. Smile at someone next to you and we'll get the whole darn world infected. Ah, woo, isn't that nice? Yeah, that's great. Oh, old guys. I don't know whose grandpa that is, but uh, that is exactly what we needed. It's called We Need a Smile, and I love that. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. When you go to our website, kiss925.com, right on the homepage, you'll see a banner there that reads, uh, Operations Support Local. This is something that the Roz and Mocha Show started a few weeks ago. And just shouting out local businesses, local restaurants, places that are still open, uh, even though coronavirus has literally taken over the entire world. Yeah, and these are the places that uh, need everybody's help because they're everybody's on the edge right now. And we got to make sure all these joints are still around when we come out of this. So I check the website every single day yeah. and the amount of businesses, because there's a there's a section at the bottom where you as a business owner can submit all the information for your business and we'll put it up on the site. And the list just keeps growing and growing and growing. So if you uh, want to check it out and maybe there's a place on here that is of interest to you that maybe 
You want to either buy a gift card for that place or you want to order from them now. Uh, there's a big, 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 big list there, including uh, Camille's Yes, hi, business. good morning. How you doing, Camille? Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, hi, Roz and Mocha. Is it Roz or Mocha? It's, it's both, both of us. us. Oh, hi. How are you guys? Good, good man. Uh, so the name of your business is, I hope I'm saying this right, Morpho Soaps, correct? That's correct, yeah. Morpho Soaps. Tell us a little bit about your, your company. Oh, yeah. We are um, a company that we produce handmade from scratch, uh, soaps mainly, and we do other uh, body care products. Like, for example, we do creams, we do lip balms, we do shampoo bars, we do bath bombs, we do some scrubs, body scrubs, face scrubs, and basically we do as, as well candles. They're all handmade from scratch. Handmade soap at a time like this when money is tight seems like a luxury that a lot of people um, would not be able to sort of partake in. Um, but also the only thing we've heard over and over and over again is wash your damn hands. Yeah, exactly. So that's the WHO recommendations. They said that the best, uh, disinfectant at this time would be the soap, washing your hands with soap for 20 seconds. That will be the best way to disinfect your hands and protect yourself and your family. So yes, it is kind of, a luxury but honestly it is very affordable even handmade stuff are affordable they're better on the skin less toxic mm -hmm. no chemicals so there are advantages that come along what's the uh what's the sort of big scent right now what are people really wanting well to be honest with you it's been forever like i've been doing this for more than 10 years and the best selling with all the times was lavender and yeah. we still notice that lavender is still the best selling. Yeah. However, nice. in these yeah, these days we're getting requests for rosemary, tea tree, because I believe people are reading about those essential oils mm -hmm. and they know they have some antiseptic or antibacterial activities. So they're requesting eucalyptus, these kind of scents. What about vanilla? Because that's the only thing that I like. Oh, we have candles with mm. vanilla. Mm. Oh, there you go. I want everything to smell like vanilla. <laughs> like, can you do me like a whole line where, yes. where I can get some like, uh, like a hand soap? and a body wash and a toothpaste. Do you guys do toothpaste? You don't do toothpaste, right? No, no we don't, don't do Okay, never mind. No. Okay. Taking a little too far, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Camille, again, the name of the company is uh, Morpho Soaps. You guys are in Mississauga. Yes. Now, are you delivering at all? Yes. Myself, I'm going for deliveries within the GDA, and sometimes I'm shipping with Canada Post. But, yeah, we're still operational. We're delivering all our orders. You and if it. people want to check you guys out on Facebook, Instagram, your website, what is it? Uh, we have Facebook and Instagram, both of them at Morpho Soaps, M-O-R-F-O-S-O-A-P-S-S. Thank you yeah. so much, Camille. Oh, sorry. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I just have a quick question. When you're delivering the soaps, yeah. if you sing, is it a soap opera? Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never, never mind. mind. I never have mind. One more. Never, never mind. Never mind. Uh, if you want to get your <laughs> business uh, featured on our website, kiss925.com, it is Operation uh, Support Local Camille from Morpho Soaps. Thanks very much oh, for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Sam Jackson back at it again. Oh, uh, yeah? Back in 2011, Sam Jackson read a book written by Adam Mansbach. Bedtime poem called Go the F to Sleep. 
Oh, right. Remember that? Yes. The cats nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please go the f*** to sleep. <laughs> the windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book if you swear. You'll go the f*** to sleep. <laughs> it's tough out here for some parents, man. I love it. Trying to get your kids to sleep. Yeah. So the same author of that book wrote, uh, Stay the F at Home. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel had invited Sam Jackson yeah. to also read that poem oh, so good. of Stay the F at Home. The Rona is spreading. This is no joke. It's no time to work or roam. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the f*** at home. <laughs> now, technically, I'm not a doctor. But mother listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam and Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. <laughs> if you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the f*** at home. <laughs> it's not playing. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. <laughs> Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the f*** home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. <laughs> sure, you can still see your friends. Use the mother app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please... Stay the f*** at home. <laughs> Thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve. Because that f- is steep. And now that you're home, please feel free to go the f*** to sleep. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Amy, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. We got a lot to unpack in... Uh, <laughs> Your situation today, because we're still trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, okay, so uh, let me, I'm going to try and read through some of this here. You can stop us at any point if you want to just sort of jump in, okay? Because okay. I don't know what the hell's going on. You say, <laughs> first of all, you're a teacher in Toronto, and amid all the self-isolation, you and your colleagues have been keeping in touch and supporting one another online through various social media platforms. About a week ago, I had one coworker send me a request to follow him on IG. He's not the most tech-savvy guy, so I initially thought this was odd, but being off work, self-isolating, and bored at home, it seemed plausible. Many of my school family are online and quickly followed him. We were all engaging in a group chat for a few days when things went in a new direction. A lengthy message from mystery teacher sent a huge red flag that things were not as we assumed. Apparently, someone was pretending to be another teacher whom I work with to reach out to select few of us and send us a message slash warning. I was drawn in as the messenger and as a trusted, quote, ex-co-worker they claim to know us all and know personal things about you uh, I feel wary as to the truth in all of this yet feel bad that someone is so hurt what do I do first of all what the hell are you talking about <laughs> so 
yeah, so just, I guess this person, and I initially first thought maybe it was a kid, like, you know, these kids are off and they're bored too. And then they started revealing more and more information about everybody and we're like, wait, what? So, I don't know, like, somebody is impersonating okay, okay, somebody that I know. So the person okay. who requested you to follow them on IG. It's not him. It's not that person. Okay, so no, you're being catfished by him. somebody else. Yes, I phoned him and I was like, is this you? He's like, what? No, okay, what's so happening? Let me, let me just break this down here. <laughs> You're a teacher. Yes. Everybody's at home self-isolating. Yes. You and a bunch of other teachers sort of have this group chat thing going, right? Yes. Okay, then you got a request on IG from somebody who claimed to be a teacher you work with. Correct. Okay, and then so, of course, you allowed that person into the group, right? Yes. Okay. And then they had photos, they had posted pictures. And everything was fine. And everything was fine. And then, we were all and then, talking. And then you got what? A weird message or a warning? Who did that come from? The same person who was the, the imposter. Okay. And what did that, what did the warning say? Well, it was just like, well, you guys need to be nice to people. This is not, and I'm like, oh, are you threatening? He's like, no, it's just a warning. So I'm like, who are you? They still won't reveal themselves. But they're still part of the group chat? Are you guys still talking no, to this no, person? No, no, no. We all blocked it and locked it and like, reported it. But like... Who is this person that's out there? I don't know. It's not me, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> it's definitely not me. It's not, like, it's not like we should all say in this room, it's not any of us. Yeah, like, are you just, like, at this point, are you just trying to make as many phone calls as you can until you find the person? Or, like, what's your, what's your, what's your plan here? Well, I mean, if it is somebody that I did work with, yeah. I do feel bad. Like, they are going through whatever they're going through. Right. So, so if it's legit somebody that I've worked with, then I feel bad. And but I they know all your personal out. information, though, you said. Right? They need some personal information. Okay, so what do you need fixed here? How do you want us to help I, you? I just, I just need to know who this person is. Who? How are we supposed to know that? I don't know. Maury, and any of the weird pseudo, quote-unquote, legal ways that you can find people online, is there anything this woman can do? Can you find somebody who DMs you on Instagram? No, right? No. no. Maury, says, Maury says no, but then he winked. I don't know what that means. <laughs> The answer is either yes or no. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know, Maury. Do you know? Of anybody, I don't know. Do you know of anybody who uh, you could pay for a service like this? No, and he winked again. No, and oh. you, but he winked. He winked again. <laughs> it's just a mess. That's all yeah, I know. I think that you just have to be. I think you have to do what you would tell anybody else to do in this situation, and that is just you know be careful. Just be careful. Yes, you well, can, yeah, you know, obviously. I, and, and, I, and I know that situation. Like if I got a, a DM from a coworker being like, "Hey, we work together. Here's all my pictures. Follow me." First of all, I never would follow them. Um, but if you did, why? Like, what's the problem in that? You know, like you, you don't have to try. And be extra careful to, to not you don't have to vet your co-workers online and then all of a sudden you get followed by somebody who's not the person they say they are but I think all you can do at this point is just block them uh, yes. be very careful of who you let follow make all your stuff private that's, yes. all, that's all that's all you can do really I know and did you re you can report them we did and you yeah. know what they said they said oh sorry it's taking longer than usual to investigate accounts have you talked to the real teacher I talked to the one that was the account was made yes yeah and what did they say oh they, they just said oh, it's not me so. oh. I don't know we all have our suspicions but who do you think it is oh, we'll, really? bleep it. we'll bleep it who do you think it is we'll you bleep think it's it. another teacher yeah. or you think it's do, a student do you think it's a teacher or a student yeah I don't I, it's an, I think it's an adult it's not it's definitely not a student okay, oh, okay. do you think it's another teacher I don't know yeah, ah, come yeah, on. Yeah, do. you do, Amy. <laughs> what do you think it is? Who do y'all got beef with? I don't know. Ah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah.
There's got to be at least like one other teacher at the school yeah. Yeah. where everyone, like all y'all in the group chat, uh-huh. you've suspected because you talk yeah. smack about this person behind their back. No, I didn't. I was the one brought in as a trusted person. Uh-huh. So mm. they all suspect because <laughs> they all talk smack about this person, yeah. right? Uh, I don't know. Maury, Maury, yeah, just asked, Maury just asked, is there a chance it's Doug Ford? <laughs> <laughs> my friends, I would never do that to you. I love this province way too much, my friends. He's got a lot going on, but he's still tra- he's still trolling teachers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Good luck. Hey, thank you. Bye bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha, Jonathan. I just wanted to do the let's do the news with you guys. Oh wow! All right, cool. Just like that, straight up. Don't, yeah. Don't get us wrong. We love when people call in and they want to intro the news. Okay. So just get that out of the way right now. But you have to know what you're doing. Okay. Do you know what you're doing? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know how to do this. You know how it all works? Yeah. You're like, hey, Mocha. Okay. And well, he's so like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Jonathan. Yes. Go for it. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Let's do the news. So it's it's Hey Mocha, you ready? Oh, you ready? Oh, I forgot that part. Okay, it's Hey Mocha, you ready? Let's do the news. And like, really like, put some balls behind the let's do the news, man. Okay. Okay. Hey Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Let's do the news. Okay, so it's, it's Hey Mocha, you ready? Okay. One question. Hey Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Hey. hey. <laughs> Thank you, brother. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Doug Ford went full thug Ford yesterday. Ooh, baby. There's a lot of people out there right now that are reluctantly, if you look, if you check on Twitter, there's a lot of people like, man, I never thought I'd say this, but Doug Ford's doing a hell of a job during all this. There's a lot of people who are like, it's really hard for them. To my, throw any sort of my wife praise said at that Doug last Ford. night. Did she? She did. Yeah. Almost... The exact words that you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, it'll all go back to normal. Yeah. It'll all go back to being like, you idiot. Uh, Doug Ford yesterday coming after the price gougers and specifically calls out Pusateri's. When it comes to price gouging, I have zero, zero tolerance for price gouging. I'm, I'm calling them out. Uh, Pusateri's. I hear that they're selling hand wipes for $30 a tin. That's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. A company like that would be selling hand wipes for, for that cost. Uh, we're bringing this to cabinet and we're going to put uh, an order that is going to be illegal for price gouging. But a message to anyone who price gouges, we're coming after you. We're going to come after you hard. I'm going to protect the people of this province and uh, the price gouging. We're going to put this order through cabinet and uh, they're done. They're going to be gone. Oh, right. Doug Ford for real. Right. Oh, uh, my God. And then God. after that, uh, Pusateri said this. While no excuse, our stores are facing immense pressure on all levels of the operation as a result uh, of this mounting pressure. Critical elements were overlooked, including the innocent pricing of, of uh, the incorrect pricing of a product. Uh, this was our mistake, our error, our oversight. And we apologize to everyone impacted. That was uh uh, from the CEO um, of Pusateri's. One of the comments online read, they should be fined for taking advantage of the situation. Well, that's the other thing too, right? Could you? I guess you could, right? Yeah, you can. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually against the law to, to do that kind of stuff. you can stuff. go to like Costco and get a 
six pack of Lysol wipes. Yeah. For like 25 bucks, maybe 30 bucks. Yeah. The same that they're selling at Pusateri's for one single Lysol and, wipe container. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll tell you too that um, there have been a lot of companies. I know that Home Hardware has had to go online and say that uh, they've taken down hand sanitizer prices in one of its stores. Yeah. And I think that they donated. I think they just wound up giving them all away for free. Oh, wow. Uh, Staples. I know Staples Canada on their website, there was a massive error on their website where they had hand sanitizer listed for like $120. What? Yeah, but what was not listed was you had to like click on it uh-huh. and it was a 24-pack but it wasn't. Oh. But it wasn't. No, you couldn't see that when you first went to the website. So you just apparently. assume they're selling you it just for 120 just bucks. Assume. For so yeah. So everybody container. right now, everybody's looking out for uh, all of this going down, which is uh, not a bad thing at all. And again, Doug Ford said, "Put a message to anyone who price gouges. We're coming after you." Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm messing on boys from a total right. right. No, I know. Uh, Ontario is allowing alcohol delivery with takeout food orders from uh, restaurants. I like that. How's that going to work? Yeah, so you, same way, you could call the restaurant, like you order your pizza and you yeah. can order a bottle of wine and you go and you pick it up and you can get your pizza and a bottle of wine. Perfect. And that's apparently going to happen until the end of the year. And oh, they're allowed, wow. yeah, they're allowed to do that between 9 a.m. and 11 p.m., uh, which is uh, great because as we know, a lot of restaurants make the majority of their money on the bar and yeah. not necessarily the pizza, right? Yo, so this is going to work. And we, well, once things go back to quote-unquote normal, yeah. as we know it. Yeah. I have a feeling a lot of these things that are being implemented are going to stay. Yeah. This is where I think that we're moving towards is the right government in the right places and way less government in other places. Yeah. This yeah. is what you get, right? Uh-huh. This is the way that it sort of should be, right? Progress. They're breaking down a lot of walls and building up a lot of other ones, but they're building the right walls. Mm-hmm. have to get into this really, really quickly because it's, I know in my house anyway, with the, the, Catherine's had a lot of conversations with a lot of her friends and I've had a lot of conversations with people. Um, what we know about this CERB, uh, which is the emergency fund for people who have been laid off, can't go to work. Um, maybe you didn't lose your job, but you can't actually do your job because now you got to look after your kids. Uh, so it's 2000 This is the way it's going to work. It's $2,000 every four weeks up to four months. Mm. This is for workers who have lost their income because of COVID-19. Um, It'll be available to, quote, all Canadians who have ceased working due to COVID-19. Um, it will apply to wage earners as well as contract workers and freelancers. Canadians will be able to access the benefit, whether they have lost their income as a result of the economic uh, repercussions of the health emergency or can't earn an income because they are sick, quarantined, caring for someone with COVID or had to stop working for childcare. Canadians who are still formally employed but not receiving any income would also be be oh, wow. uh, eligible for this. That is a huge one. So there's a lot of companies out there that haven't formally let people go because they don't want to. They want to bring people back. And if you do that, then I guess you can't apply for EI, but you can apply for this. Uh, the benefit would cover the period of March 15th to October 3rd, 2020. Uh, a source within uh, Canada Revenue Agency said that uh, they will begin accepting applicants because this is what everybody's asking on April 6th. So you can apply for this on April 6th and then the benefit will be available through the CRA's online, quote, my account portal uh, within, I think, 10 days after that. Oh, nice. Evangeline Lilly is apologizing for the comments she made last week about the coronavirus. If you remember, she was taking her kids out and she said some people value 
freedom over life and some people value life over for whatever the hell yeah, she she's was still going taking them about. for like activities and stuff and she called it a respiratory flu uh she said this i want to offer my sincere and heartfelt apology for the insensitivity i showed in my previous post to the very real suffering and fear that has gripped the world through COVID-19. Grandparents, parents, children, sisters, and brothers are dying. The world is rallying to find a way to stop this very real threat. And uh, my ensuing silence has sent a dismissive, arrogant, and cryptic message. No, you just straight up blew it off. Go And the uh, Golden Globes have changed the eligibility rules because of coronavirus. Uh, for this year's Golden Globes, they will no longer require films to premiere first in theater. Oh, wow. Because so many movies are going straight to on demand. Yeah, which and, I love, by and, the way. Uh, or the period of time between, because there's a period of time between when it's in the theater to when it is available on demand that there's a gap that has to be uh, um, mandated in order to qualify for the globe. So they're getting rid of that, which is, uh, which is real great. Uh, the federal government is ramping up travel restrictions for any passengers showing symptoms of coronavirus. Now, this is pretty much the honor system, right? Because I know I went to the grocery store the other day and they were like, are you exhibiting any symptoms of coronavirus? And I was not, so I was honest. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. You're putting a lot of trust in people. Hey, man. Uh, that grocery store in Oshawa, the yeah. real Canadian superstore, there's like a second person yeah. who tested positive. Yeah. And then you have um, uh, firefighters now. Yeah. We're all testing positive. I know. Man. Uh, effective at noon today, those exhibiting symptoms of the virus will be barred from boarding domestic flights and some train services like via rail. And then uh, as we sort of get into the third week of calls for strict physical distancing, Canada's top doctors say that the next few days will be a crucial time to see if these aggressive measures uh, that we've all been taking to help prevent the spread of coronavirus are actually working. So they should know within the next couple of days if we're beginning to sort of flatten the curve. Uh, more than 6,200 cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed nationwide. Um, and we should know more about the subsidy as well today. And this is huge news for a lot of people because we know that originally the subsidy was going to be 10% for business owners so they could keep their employees on the payroll, which was late last week boosted to 75% in an effort to uh, not have people lose their jobs. So we'll know, we should know more about uh, that today from uh, the prime minister. Uh, Elton John, he did his living room concert for America last night and he was just like Skyping in with like the biggest stars in the world. Uh, so this is Elton kicking off the show. Here we are all together at home. Oh, hold on. You've got your... Okay. There we go. Here we are all together at home. You've got your family and loved ones and I'm keeping mine close too. We're taking care of each other, looking out for each other, doing what we can during this crisis. There's a lot of grief out there, uncertainty and fear, but let me tell you what's going to keep us together. All the goodness that's still happening in the world. Those doctors, nurses and scientists on the front lines, they're living proof that most superheroes don't wear capes. And then he had all, like the biggest stars in the world were all Skyping in and doing shows. Uh, Billie Eilish was singing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She doesn't project a whole lot, huh? Billie Eilish? Like, I wonder, I wonder if you were even in that room if you would hear her. I don't over, think she over needs the guitar. To. She doesn't need to. Here we go. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. Just Man. can't get enough guy. She don't need to. It's good. Uh, Mariah Carey did a set. And I see Mariah like sitting in a room and stuff. There's no way she hooked all that gear up herself, right? Absolutely like, not. People came in. I'm here like, in I, my home studio. I know we're and not allowed to. I just wanted to say hi to everybody out there that's staying home and um, keeping up the morale and just wanted to dedicate a little something for you guys. And then they had backup singers also skyping. Yeah, right. They were probably in the yeah. other room. No, bro. Honestly, like they were all in different locations. I know how Mariah is. I know how you roll, girl. I know, I know. We all know. Sounds good though. For a moment, How come she can't like sound like this live live? And it seemed everlasting. I don't know. Come on, she had producers in that room. Isolation's doing wonders for Mariah though. She sends dynamite. And do you want to hear uh Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello? Oh, do I? Power couple alert. <laughs> he likes a good time. My oh my comes alive at midnight. Right? Real good. Uh, do you want to hear Backstreet Boys at all? They were there. They were doing it last night too. Come on, why not? I not want to hear Backstreet Boys. And they were all in different houses, right? Like they were not all together. These guys were separated. Yeah. This one last night? Yeah. Wholeheartedly fully produced. Yes. Like, come on, guys. For the record, that's not in the spirit that's, of the event. No, definitely not. Like, Billie Eilish is sitting on a couch whispering. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello look like they're about to drop the guitar and make out with each other. Mariah was definitely singing live. But that Backstreet Boys, come on. Still, it's listen, BSB. They get a pass. No, they get a pass. No, they get a pass. They get a pass. <laughs> they get a pass. I'm with you. Full pass. Full pass. Walmart is saying that people are buying far more shirts than they are pants. Oh, yeah. While at home. Let's <laughs> to get them through. If you got isolation. a Zoom meeting, all you <laughs> need to exactly do is show it. like waist up. <laughs> so no need for pants, everybody. Uh, Cardi B wants to raise fun- funds to uh, free Tiger King, Joe huh? Exotic. I don't know. Cardi B is like everybody else in self-isolation watching Tiger King. And because Joe Exotic is in the joint. Um, he is? Yeah. I'm still like probably the only one that hasn't watched that so documentary yet. She wrote this. They Spoiler did, alert. They did Joe so dirty over and over and over again, she said. So I guess she's trying to raise money on a, on a GoFundMe account for uh, Joe to set him free. <laughs> you do you, Cardi. <laughs> God, of all the things you could do, huh? Of all the things. Uh, Prince Charles is out of isolation. <gasps> he spent seven days self-isolating in Scotland after testing positive and displaying mild symptoms of coronavirus. Uh, a palace official said the prince was in good health and was following the government's restrictions. So I guess that's a, that's seven days. Tip top, right, yeah. Is this supposed to be 14? 
I guess he's a I prince. Don't I don't know. Short in time. A new poll suggests most Canadians are doing what they're told to prevent the spread of uh, COVID-19 and most. would support harsher measures to punish those who are not. Of the nearly 1,600 adults surveyed between uh, March 27th and 29th, more than 90% say that they were practicing oh. social distancing, washing their hands more frequently, and going out only for necessities. I like that. Hold on. Let me... Okay. I was looking at uh, on the Ontario website yesterday. Yeah. And the latest update on COVID-19. And just the breakdown. Let me find... I'm going to find it because the it breaks it down by age group. Oh. Number of cases. Yeah, really, huh? Yeah. Okay, find that for me. I'm going to find it. Uh, even though Shaq appears in Tiger King, yeah, he wanted everybody to know that he, he's a man. I mean, like, I went down there a couple times, but, like, we're not good or anything like that. So we go in there, and it's a beautiful place, and the character that was there was Exotic Joe. Exotic Joe. We take Joe. pictures with Tigers. We've been went back a couple times. Then we go back another time, and we find out that he's involved with all this stuff. And then I, actually, I stopped going, but I had no idea all that stuff was going on. I don't harm tigers. I love tigers. I love white tigers. And do I put donations to these zoos to help these tigers out? I do a lot of time. Do I own tigers personally at my house? No. Again, I was just a visitor. I met this guy. Not my friend. Don't know him. Never had any business dealings with him. And I had no idea any, any of that stuff was going on. Oh, man. I honestly thought he was going to say yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got to. Yeah. T well, because remember, Tyson had tigers, right? Like, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people did. Uh, Cardi B says uh, that, no, she is not uh, going to start a GoFundMe for Joe Exotic's defense fund. Oh. If you remember the other night, she said that they did him dirty. Uh, and that she was planning on starting a GoFundMe. But, of course, GoFundMe does not open its platform to inmates convicted of violent crimes. And then once Cardi, I guess, realized that, she tweeted out, oh my God, I was just playing. I do. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. Just like how Shaq never owned Tigers. Exactly. She goes on to say, I do love him though, and he def needed better representation. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. As always, thank you to everyone who submitted a question this week on Instagram at Kiss925 for Ask Razamoka. We have all your questions here, and we'll try to uh, answer as many as we can right now. But first, we are going to start with Mark. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Go, buddy. Uh, what's going on in your world? Um, so I just had a question. Um, so I always thought that uh, family is your life, like your number one priority. Mm hmm and recently work has told me that, uh, you know, we help pay for that life. I just wanted to know what you guys position on that. Is. What do you do for work? So I work at a hospital. So okay. I'm health there. Oh, okay. Okay, so hold on here. So yeah. you're talking about how the most important thing in life is family. Mm -hmm. And then you, what, mentioned that to work and then work said we pay for that life? Yeah, so I'll, I'll explain the whole uh, situation, I guess. Um, so with the whole, like, COVID-19 thing going on. Yeah. Um. They pretty much said, okay, everyone working here, it's like all hands on deck. You have to work. Um, and then when the, you know, all the daycares closed down, I have a 18-month-old son. Mm -hmm. um, we had, like, no one to look after him. So um, I'd ask, like, oh, do you think I can take some time off just to, while we try and search for, you know, daycare? And uh, they said, um, sorry, you can't take any 
time off. You can't use your vacation. Can't use like any leave of absence or anything like that. So we're kind of like stuck. Are you a single parent or no? No, no, no. My wife also works in uh, healthcare too as well. Okay. Well, oh, so you're both being forced to work. Yeah. It's the way it goes, man. Yep. You know, uh, it, it's, uh, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that this is what you asked for, or this is what you signed up for. Yeah, I would never, yeah. I would never say that because mm-hmm. this is just, we've never seen anything like this before. Exactly. But you know, when we talk about, you know, when we talk about duty, because most people that I know that are in medical, they don't look at it as a job. It's more like a calling, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where you have this, you have this thing and you go in to do what so few other human beings are even capable of doing. And it's times like this that you have to step up. And I'm not saying you neglect your family and I'm not saying that there's, there's no help there for you and you're Mm -hmm. screwed and you're on your own. Mm -hmm. But you know, there are the, it's, it's times like this, man. You know, there's a lot of firefighters that sit around in the fire hall, eating meatballs with the guys playing ping pong for three nights and then they're going to spend 48 hours inside an absolute, you know, scorcher of a building with fatality after fatality, you know, yeah, and, and this, this is one of those times for you. And, yeah. and I don't know what the solution is. I don't know what, I don't know what's available for medical staff right now when it comes to help with childcare. Like, I don't know. Have they said Have anything? Have you been up? told yeah. anything, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this was like, you know, when that whole, uh, they were told that daycare should shut down. That's when that happened. It was very stressful just trying to look for anything. But now um, they're trying to organize, I guess, uh, like daycare for healthcare workers. Um, And it's like a first come first serve thing. Apparently Um, there's nothing like established yet, but they're working on something like in the community. And, and, and and because it is such a case where we're not dealing with a disaster or we're not dealing like what New York dealt with after, you know, after nine yeah. 11 kind of thing where, yeah. you know, you could say the hospital could, you know, take a half a floor and build some sort of makeshift daycare where when the schools are closed down for those couple oh, of days, right. doctors could no. bring it in, but we're dealing with the pandemic right now. So you can't bring mm-hmm. your kid into work. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't, you don't have that option. Yeah. It's been tough too. Cause my son's been sick too. So that uh, no one really wants it. Let's take them. Do you have family? Yeah, yeah. They they also work in healthcare too. Gotcha. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there was like no way you were gonna do anything other than healthcare. Uh yeah. How many uh, people we, in your family own a boat? Uh, no one owns a oh, boat. I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I'm just curious. Put that kid on a boat. Now I've known totally like, safe. I've known a couple generations of doctors where it always takes one. It's like the grandfather. You know, he yeah. gets a boat, and then every everybody else <laughs> in every other generation who works in yeah, medical, y'all got boats. No, but no you do boat. have a, a very important job, you and your wife. Well, your entire family, as you said, are in the medical field. Uh, you yeah. guys have probably the most important job that you'll ever have to uh, be faced with for your entire life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can't thank you enough for for doing what you do every single day. Thank you. Yeah. Is it as bad as we as they they make it out to be? And I, I'm not trying to say uh, like uh-huh. I'm, I'm not a denier or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, what does the inside of a typical hospital look like right now? Like, yeah, does it, it just it, sort it, of look business as usual, or is it just absolute chaos with bodies lying in the hallway? Uh, not not as not like that. The word bodies are lying in the hallway, but it's definitely picking up. The numbers are jumping like every day. Uh, it seems to be doubling. Every Every day, um, our ICU beds are slowly filling up, um, and we there's our hospitals kind of just preparing for like the worst. We're, we're um, looking into buying tents. Eventually, like uh, you might have seen them in like New York, yeah. 
where like you might have to like house patients there. We're just like you know preparing for like the storm, I guess. Yeah, and with childcare, I don't know because you're not allowed to look after somebody else's kid right now. You no. know what I mean? Like you're not even allowed yeah. to open up a daycare. That's why they close yeah. all the daycares. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you do. And this this is one of those areas with everything that's going on right now, where it's just we're all having to deal with something we've never had to deal with before. Yeah, and yeah, it's been so like stressful. Like I felt like. I was like failing as a parent, failing as like a healthcare worker, failing like at everything. Oh no, you can't feel that way, bro. Do you have like no friends? Any? I know we're supposed to like self isolate and keep our distance and everything. Yeah, we do have friends, but they've been a little hesitant just because I told them like, well, yeah, he got a bit of a cough and a fever, and they're like, oh well, uh, maybe she to have that looked at first. Let me let me ask you this, Mocha. You are Mocha. You're one of the most compassionate people I know. If I was a frontline doctor that was working in a hospital where there's tons of people who are corona positive if Catherine was also a frontline medical worker working in a hospital where there's tons of people who are corona positive we both live at home with roxy and come home at the end of the day yeah to be with our kid if i said i need you while we're at work in between all those times when we go to the hospital and come back and hang out with our kid yeah. when we're at work would you look after her absolutely you would yeah i wouldn't you wouldn't no that's how this is how it happens this is how it happens. Yeah. So two people now, two people, me and Catherine, are surrounded all day long. Yeah. Okay? With people with corona. And then we're going to come home with rocks. Accidents yeah. happen. And then you're going to take my kid that we were just with and put him in your house? I would tell, I would ask that you guys maybe bring a change of clothing for her. I don't know, So that man. when she arrives at the house, I'll have her change in yeah. the bathroom and put the clothes that she showed up in in it's a bag tough. and keep it like in the garage or something. Like, it's not like we're truckers. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand no, I if, know, if, I, if we were sure. truckers, it's hard. Like, I mean, you know, and you're, you're a trustworthy guy, you know, Mark, I'm assuming so. And yeah. you go through all the precautions and everything, but God, like what yeah. accidents happen, yeah. right? No, I know. Yeah, it does. It's it, tough. It could, just take, it could just take one, you know, you got touch your mask accidentally in a little bit, you know, it, it could be anything. Anything. It's tough. I feel for you, man. Thanks. I don't have an answer. That's all right. Uh, yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, it's been tough, but yeah, um, yeah. everyone's struggling. We just got to kind of pull it together. And- I did not think we were going to start Ask Razamoka like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, oh, before yeah. we let you go, between Razamoka, yeah. who's your favorite? Oh, my God. Really now? <laughs> oh. He's already going through hell. Come on, bro. You got an answer. You got an answer. Come on, man. Uh, I got it. It's Roz. Oh, look at that! Even yeah. though, I even though I wouldn't look after your kid. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's because you, you came out with that uh, that Ken doll. Uh, oh, shut up! That wasn't me. <laughs> oh yeah, the, uh, the, the Dream Daddy Ross. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, Mark. Thanks, bro. All right, man. Uh, We get a lot of questions from Z Chun Mo, who asks again this week, Mm -hmm. what do you prefer? Okay. Muscle cars, sports cars, or trucks? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So, Maury, why don't you go first on this one? Muscle cars. Yeah, like what? Like vintage muscle cars. You know, where it had that thing on the back, you know, that was a sort of like a spoiler. Sure. So you're more you like a spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more like a GTO. Yeah, or, that's the one. Or, I couldn't think of the three letters. Or like an old Mustang. Oh, that I love kind of those. Thing? Like on my birthday, when I turned 40, my dad rented um, a sports car, one of those Mustangs to let me drive. Like an, like an old one? Like a vintage one. Yeah. And he let me drive it around the block. 
Oh. <laughs> in the neighborhood? You can even go on to like the main street? No, no, just around the block and then he had to return it. So hold on here. So <laughs> what birthday was this? My 40th. Your four? I thought you said you like, hold on here. That was like a couple, like, like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That so sounds like dad, something you do when you're 16. Yeah, so for your 40th birthday, <laughs> your dad rented a super hot car and only let you drive it around the block in the neighborhood? Yeah, and I could take pictures with it as long as I didn't touch it. So what was the point of renting the car? Because it was like a theme for like my favorite TV show, Get Smart, where he drives a uh, an MG. Yeah. But my dad couldn't find an MG, so he got me a Mustang. Same. And the whole thing was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to pull up in front of the house like he did at the beginning of the of the detective show and then go into the house and solve a crime. Okay. Right? So I got to drive it around the block and then walk into the house and was pretend this, to solve a crime. Was this also the same... Was this the birthday party where it looked like the, it was a 40-year-old child's birthday party? Where my aunt was asked to make a Get Smart birthday cake, but she made an Inspector Gadget birthday right. cake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also the same birthday party where Mocha got there before everyone. Oh, that's right. You were there. I was there. That's right. <laughs> Maury's dad, Frank, emailed. I was so embarrassed when I saw Mocha there, by the way. And invited me to the party <laughs> and even got me on the phone and was like, you swear to secret. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had to keep it a secret, couldn't say anything, and told me the elaborate plans. Right. So I knew about the car. I didn't know about driving only around the block. Uh. <laughs> right? Told me about the entire day and, and I showed up and I was literally the only one there sitting in the backyard <laughs> at Frank's place for like 20, 30 minutes. And I remember driving there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be so embarrassed if Roz and Mocha are there. I'm going to be so embarrassed. And I walk in, there's Mocha. And I'm like, you can see it on my face in the video. Alone. Yeah, all by myself. Just sitting there. I know. Just sitting there on the couch. I couldn't even go in the house. The door was locked. Oh, so you're just in the backyard? I was just sitting there in the backyard. By the the tiki hut? Yeah. Uh, Mocha, same question to you. Which do you prefer? I like sports cars, man. So give me an example. I don't mind sports. I'm not a car guy. Like, I just know what I, you know. Ooh, like a Mazda Miata? Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a so sports car. Like, are you talking like a Lambo or something like that? Okay, so so those types luxury, of yeah. luxury, like the gullwing door sports yeah. car, sort of uh, anything like that. Yeah, like oh, yeah. like a supercar kind yeah. of thing, right? Uh God, I mean, I do. You like, have a truck? I do have a truck. I like the truck. I love trucks. I don't like a lot of new trucks though. That's my problem. Is I stopped liking pickup trucks in about 2010. Everything after 2010 has just not done it for me. Hmm. Um, as far as older cars go, I'm sort of with uh, muscle cars go. I'm sort of with Maury where I like that old classic American, no electronics in a car kind mm-hmm. of car. I really dig that. I, I have an affinity for that sort of look. Oh no. Give right? me all the tech. Give yeah. me all the gadgets. Yeah. I want all of it. No. See with me, when I, when I had, when I got my truck, cause my truck is a 2010 and I, uh, it came with a like the stock radio. Remember what you know stock radios yeah, look yeah, like? Push right? buttons. No, no. There's no like there. There's like three buttons on the whole thing, right? Uh-huh. Like it's a stock radio. And then I had the speakers all rewired, and I had a new amp put in, and everything else. And the guy wanted to pull out my radio and put in a, a new head for it. And I was like, unless you can get me a new head that looks identical to this stock head, you're putting all these speakers and everything else in here, but I'm still using the stock head. And he's like, why are you wasting all your money? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, cause it's going to sound about 15% better. Right. And he's like, yeah, about 15, 20% better. And I'm like, do it. So oh, I, I did everything to not change out the head of my truck because I, I would hate the truck. <laughs> 
<laughs> if I had a brand new, you know, rainbow colored flashing thumping lighty stereo. thumping stereo system in it. Damn, it's bro. not it's not for me. It's not for me no, at all. That's all me. I no, want all of you it. You do. Yeah. No, but these cars, like the muscle cars from back in the day, it reminds you of simpler times and you'd make out with a chick in the back seat. You're My, you know what you know what you are, Maury? You're a mega like supporter. You are a make America so great again. Not. Yes, you are. Every Don't everything paint me with a red brush. No, 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 because I think I think that you, Maury, I think that your version of the best of times is the same as Donald Trump's version <laughs> of the best of times. No, but when men were men and we drove muscle cars <laughs> and, you know, and made out with chicks in the back No, but I'm looking at it not a political way. I'm just looking no, at no, it no, as no, a no. fun way where you drive on the beach, you'd be sitting with the, the trunk open, crack open a beer, yeah, whistle at someone as they walk that, by. Yeah. Back, back when America was great. Kennedy was banging Marilyn Monroe in the White House. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Tixiana asks, if you opened a store, what would you sell? Damn it, Maury, go. Oh, candy. Oh, yeah, for sure you do. Oh, a thousand store. percent. I went, oh, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. in New York, I went to this store that sold the candy to stores. Like, it's like a bulk candy store. Okay. Like Bulk Barn? But, like, only for candy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> But it had like vintage candy and stuff, and you see the smile on kids' faces when they walk in there. I want to be there. <laughs> look at look at you were total MAGA. You were back yeah. in the days of muscle cars and kids walking to the local candy shop, <laughs> and and old man Sherman would always give you a, a couple extra couple extra uh, juju bees in the little oh paper bag. Oh my god! I want to have a candy store, and I want to put a smile on a kid's face. <laughs> yes, man, I'm telling you, wow. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross, yeah, if yeah. You own Maury, a store, you're what a vintage. You're a version of America, Maury, that a lot of people still long for. Uh, if I owned a store, what would I sell? I mean, like, like what is like passionately? What what would I sell, or yeah. what would I sell in, in, that I think would make money? Let's passionately, go, let's go passion. Yeah, right? let's, let's go, go passion. passion. Uh, I would, if I could, without risk of going bankrupt or having to deal with everything else, like what would I be happy selling? I would be happy selling a store that sold. Um, the best pizza and cheeseburgers. Oh. Those two things. Yeah, you got oh, a customer for life. Oh, not cold KFC. No, no. I would say I would say pizza and cheeseburgers would be Ooh. my thing. Don't forget, yeah. I once wanted to open a store and call it Coldza. Right, where That's all right. you sold was cold pizza. <laughs> That's right. Patent pending. Yeah. Did you pay for the patent yet? No. No, that's why you say pending. No, but it's not pending. Well, you haven't pending. started the process. No, but if you say it's no, patent it's, it's, pending. No, it's, it's called a patent up for grabs is no. what it is. It's not patent pending. Like if I, <laughs> after this, after Ask Razamoka, yeah. if I went and said had the idea, I can go and, and patent that okay. idea right well, now. No, first, but because first of I already all, said it's pending. Okay, first of all, you can't patent the idea of a restaurant. That sells cold pizza. That's not a patent. So what is it then? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Try. Call your lawyer more. They'll, that'll be, that's a $900 question right there. <laughs> what are you typing? I'm just on GoDaddy.com. Oh. No, no, no. Like if pending. You, it's it, pending. You it, can't. If you. Coldza.com. Oh, yo. What? Coldza.com is taken. Oh. Oh, snap. Uh, Coldza.ca is also taken. Oh. Somebody stole my patent. <laughs> no, they just parked on your website. Now you got to yeah. pay them. <laughs> uh, Coldza.uk is available. Coldza.info is available. Oh, great. Now you got to move to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> or not Italy. You got to move to Ireland. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Sorry, Maury. What about Coldza.eu? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about org? Did you check org? 
Uh, no, Colds dot menu is available. Okay, uh, you're gonna have to get. Remember back in the day when people had to get dot TV, and you're like, <laughs> loser, right? Remember yeah, that? You had to get Colds dot TV. Yeah, yeah, oh loser. no! Uh, if I opened up a shop, a, my own yeah, store, I would probably just sell? sneakers and hats, man. Yeah, That's of course. That, yeah, that, would hats. you call yeah. it Absolutely. sneakers and hats? I'd call the Coldza. Yeah, he'd call, he's already calling it Coldza. <laughs> Coldza.tv. <laughs> Check it out online, guys. Uh, Sarah asks, Maury, this is specifically for Maury, can you describe what your relationship with Roz and Mocha means to you? It means the world to me. Great. Suman asks. That's it? No, yeah, but that's like, more. I was oh. pausing for dramaticisms. Okay, go. Okay. No, it means the world to me. Like, I, I can't imagine, like, I live and breathe uh, Roz, those two guys, you two guys, those two, like, them, you. <laughs> Are you gonna be serious or not? If not, we're gonna move on. No, I am. No, okay. it's I, like it's so special to me. Like I, I'm very passionate about m my love for them. I wish it came back the same way. Like I wish they loved me too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Isn't that nuts. Uh huh. It's wild. We're, we're not your husband. You know that? No, I know. <laughs> I know. But it's wild. But I look it's, at you. It's wild though that you feel that you get nothing from us. I think that the problem is that what you're expecting from us is something that um, neither of us would even provide for each other. No, but I look at you as family. No, but you want us to treat you better than we would treat each other. No, 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 I think yeah. we should all treat each other the same. But like we do. I we're treat three you the best same. Friends that but I, I, but I pretty much treat you the same way. I give you the same love that I give to Mocha. You really? just want more. Oh, I always want more. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want like a special secret relationship where we talk like, about feelings. Don't you remember when we started? Do you think that Mocha and I sit around talking about like on our phones? No, like we're just like that. opening up to each you other and having the these most? heartfelt conversations? No, only on Fridays. No, yeah. but I miss the most is when you and I would do finger tippies. And since I'm not driving you in anymore, we don't do no, finger don't, tippies. Please don't tell people that we do something called finger tippies <laughs> without actually explaining what no, finger no, no, tippies is. No, no, need to explain. Is. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, need to explain. No. We got lots of questions to get to. <laughs> I like knowing that people out there are listening to this feeling, like, what the hell is finger tippies? Okay. You'll never get the answer. All right, All right no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. No, what? I don't actually want you to describe want to it. finger tippies? No. no, but the sad thing is we used to finger tippy, now we don't finger <laughs> no, tippy No, <laughs> Social distancing, I know. That's the end of finger tippies, huh? No. no, it'll come back. We will tippy again. No. Oh, God. Okay, next question, please. John says this. Has COVID-19 made Roz more understanding towards people who press the button to open the door for them? Would he still go over and yank the door open and breathe on them? Also, and breathe on them. Also, does he wash his legs now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Did uh, you ever not wash your legs? I never washed my legs. No, I, but the I've, soap would drizzle down. Yeah, I've never washed my legs. Like he's never taken a bar of soap <laughs> and like rubbed it on your legs, no, right? No, but it's never getting cleaned that. by drip off. Yeah, water gets it. I've yeah. never, I've never like I've behind your legs and stuff. Yeah, but have you ever like worried about the the smell of your legs? No, I don't care. <laughs> legs smell like legs, right? Okay. And the higher you get, they start to smell not like legs. On your body. <laughs> yeah. When you're in the bath. Cool. Shower. Okay. Bar of soap. What's the lowest on your body that soap goes? Groin. Okay. Yeah. And then nothing else? No. Sorry. It only goes the soap. If I have soap, uh -huh. okay, in my hand, like I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I use, and I use a, a liquid. I don't okay. use a bar. Sure. Ram that up there. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's violating. Okay. So if I, if I have the liquid soap, okay, uh -huh. liquid soap touches three things. Okay. That's it. 
That's it. It's a growing area. Okay, so um, uh, armpits. Yep. Front bum, back bum. So you don't get your arms, your shoulders, your my chest. shoulders. Yeah. Who? First of all, you you stand there lathering up your chest like you're in some sort of commercial. Yep. No, you don't. I lather up my whole body. No, you. I do. I do. No, I do. Yeah. Top, and then I put some on my finger and swizzle it in my belly button. Hold on here. You're washing your chest. Like yeah. with, like you're scrubbing your chest. Yeah. Like this. All over like really? this. I guess shoulders. I even get like the top, like as far as I can reach uh, over my back. Like if I have my left arm or reach over my right shoulder, I'll do there. And then take my right arm, reach over my left shoulder, do there. No. Uh, behind my ears, everything. No, I get no, everything. No. But why Legs, no. knees. This is, I'll show you what my routine is, right? Okay. This is This is my routine. So I stand in the shower. Yeah. Right? And I get the pump soap. Yeah. Like this. First thing I do uh-huh. is I go in the front groin. Yeah, sure. Right? Front groin. Important. Get that. Yeah. Okay. And then I take what's left uh-huh. and I go armpit, armpit. Uh-huh. And if there's not enough, then I give it another pump. And yeah. then I do armpit, armpit. Yeah. Then I turn around as the water is now rinsing my front. Uh-huh. I do two pumps of soap. Yeah. And then I do the butt. Yeah. And then I turn back around as the front is all now rinsed. Uh-huh. And then I sort of arch my back a little bit so the jet goes in my butt cheeks yeah. of the water. And then when that's clear, I do armpit rinse, armpit rinse, and I'm done. Really? That's it. It's, wow. it's all of 40 seconds. Really? Yeah, to wash my body takes me maybe maybe a minute max. Huh. That's it. And it's fast. Really? Yeah. I'm in, the bath, I'm in the shower for like maybe four and a half, maybe five minutes because I get my entire body. Yeah, no, I, I'm sometimes in there that long, but I just stand there doing nothing. Like Catherine's walking. Yeah. This is this is so this is what I'll do. Okay, so imagine this. It's all glass, right? Uh-huh. It's all glass. It's all glass. And I saw to the corner of my eye just as she was leaving, and I wondered how long she was standing there for. So the majority of time that I'm in the shower, okay, is I let the water like just sort of not even hit the back of my head, but just like sort of like one shoulder kind of thing yeah. and I, I I stand like this I take my hands uh-huh. right and I I like I hold my hand with one hand uh-huh. like so my fingers are clasped together yeah. and I just let my hands fall so they're just like down by my belly yeah. and then I just put my head down like this your eyes are closed? and my eyes are closed like and, I just, and I just stand there like I'm praying <laughs> but I'll do that I'll do that for five minutes really? with, without moving yeah. Is she going to say anything to you? Like maybe you like check, make sure you didn't die standing up? No, I'm sh- I'm convinced that I take the most depressing showers ever. <laughs> it There's like no it. excitement in with me with the shower <laughs> at all. Like nothing's getting in, clean. She's like, oh yeah, real sexy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's not good. <laughs> me, wet is not a good sight. That's, I'm at my worst when I'm wet. <laughs> okay, let's hear. Uh, Robin asks what it would take for you, Ross, to believe in ghosts. And what is his and everyone's uh, belief on aliens and ancient aliens? What's the difference between aliens and ancient aliens? Oh, interesting. Ancient aliens, huh? We're going that deep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The I'm not an alien, like I'm not a real alien person, so I couldn't really get into the difference between my beliefs of aliens and ancient aliens. Um, but I would say that I far more believe in aliens than I do my lack of sort of belief with ghosts it's not a it's not so much a belief it's just I 
I don't recognize that it's even a thing. It's not like I even, I don't even recognize when somebody says that they believe in ghosts. Like I don't acknowledge the existence of ghosts in any way, shape or form. I had a ghost encounter this weekend. You did. I just remembered this. I was, <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> okay. No, I'm serious. Uh, I'm serious. Oh my God, okay. I wish I filmed it. Who forgets it. they saw a ghost the weekend? <laughs> know, I'm very right? busy. It's These only things, Monday. I know, I'm okay. very busy. Okay, go ahead. So I was walking the dog on the roof. Yeah. Okay. And I heard, it's a very short story, and I heard, Maury. And I looked around. Yeah. No one was there. Mm -hmm. So I moved on. Oh my God, your dog talked for the first time. No. Oh. who? Uh, there's no one else on the roof. And how did it sound? Maury. Now, in your head, what could that have been? I thought it was the wind, but I thought the winds don't make mmm sounds. No, no, no. But like, let's say, because you do believe in ghosts. I do. I also believe, well, I believe in one ghost, my dead grandfather. That's not true. That's well, not true. You've I had many stories of ghosts. I've seen a ghost in a hotel. Right. So you do believe in ghosts. Yes. Okay. Oh, I do. Because Why my is it grandfather... so difficult for people who believe in ghosts <laughs> to say they believe in ghosts? No, but you never ask the question. I believe in ghosts. So what do you like, think like, it I is just that's say, that like, Maury? When somebody looks at you, Maury, and says, you believe in ghosts, you go, no, no, no hold on a second here, <laughs> jackass, okay? I believe in one ghost. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not plural. Yeah, okay, <laughs> ghost. Listen, I'm no ghost believer, okay? I believe in one ghost and then I've seen another ghost, but I'm no believer. So what do you think it was that said your name or I whispered your name? thousand percent thought it was my grandfather. So you thought it was your grandfather's? Telling like I you thought he wanted to say, I'm so proud of you for getting a dog. Right. Like you're doing great. Right. Stick with it. Encouragement okay. from Grant. But he didn't yeah. say okay. all those words. All no, he said was your name. Because I screwed it up. I turned around. And I think if uh, I, and, and when I was walking, I'm like, oh, if I only just didn't pay any attention to it, right. maybe he would have said more. But because I turned around, I feel as though I scared him away. This is why ghost believers are doomed. Okay. Because we turned because around. Your ghost, your your belief in ghosts is what's going to get you killed one day, Maury. Because if I'm ever alone somewhere, and I mean truly alone, like in one of those situations where I'm at the top of a building, yeah. And if I'm at the top of a building and I'm alone, and if I hear somebody behind me go, Ross. The idea that you would not turn around at that point, Maury, is going to be the thing that kills you. <laughs> because one day yeah, it's like, not going to be a ghost. Like, why wouldn't you turn around? No, I did turn around, but I think that's what screwed up the whole thing. Yes. Your thinking, instinct should be to turn around. But my instinct should have been, look forward, let him finish his thoughts. No, that's how you get thrown off by a hobo. Maury, <laughs> Maury. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, Aaron wants to know if I've always tucked in my hoodie strings. It's so funny because I saw this in the videos when I edit them and uh -huh. I thought about this. You tuck them in. And I've never yeah. seen this done before. Don't they aggravate so, your nipples if they're on the inside? No. Like so here's <laughs> why. Here's why I've. It's just habit now. But I started doing it like years ago. Anytime I would leave the house in the morning, mm -hmm. right? And I still do it to this day. Before I leave, I always give my wife a kiss on her cheek, mm -hmm. and I say I love you, and then I leave. Right? Mm -hmm. She's fast asleep. She doesn't even know what's happening. But it's just something that I do every day. There was one time where I leaned over to give her a kiss and I was wearing a hoodie and the strings were like dangling over. Tickling her like ear. Brushing her face and she woke up. She got right. startled because she thought it was like a spider or something, right? Yes. And then she couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So then the next time I wore a hoodie, I remembered, okay, so the string doesn't dangle on her face and we tuck it in. Yeah. And then I just started doing that and now it's just like straight up habit. I always tuck in the strings of my hoodie. Really? I thought yeah. it was so that we would see the logo on your hoodie. Like you spent all no. that money on the hoodie. We should see the no, logo. No, 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 no. It's just habit now. Like, cause I've done yeah. it. Cause it, yeah. ever since that one time I was like, okay, anytime I leave the house, if I'm wearing a hoodie, I mean, I could just as easily put my hand on my chest. Of right. Course. But it was just 
all of a sudden I, I just like kept that. doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. So now whenever I wear a hoodie, it's just automatic as like putting my arms through the sleeves. I always tuck in. I the like strings. that that's where it originated from. I like that. Note to self, kiss Matthew. Have before you ever more have you ever done anything <laughs> as sort of compassionate with Matthew that Mocha did with Jenna just then? Have you ever changed the way that you do anything in your life just so they wouldn't be bothered by it? No. To the point of where now... <laughs> wow, you didn't even finish the sentence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need to. No, no. <laughs> okay, Leanna, or sorry, uh, Lena asked this question. This is a great question too because I've thought about this in the past as well. <clears throat> I need to understand how Roz has so much time to do all the things he does. For example, oh. for example, watches every show on Netflix, works two jobs, plus spends time with his family, uh, and when he uh, gets a chance to listen to podcasts. Uh, we need to add in and stands for five minutes in the shower. Yeah. How do you find the time? <laughs> because sometimes, like, you'll say, hey, did you watch whatever on Netflix? I'm like, no, we just started. And you'll say, oh, I just finished last night. Yeah. And it was like eight episodes, and it had just come out two days prior to you bringing it up with me. Right. Interesting. I will say that in my day, I think the difference is there's things in my day that are non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. Spending time with my family, cooking dinner, hanging out with rocks, that kind of thing. Those, those are like the sort of non-negotiables. I don't work out uh -huh. and I don't eat lunch. So that's two hours basically of my day that other people okay. use for doing those things. Sure. Right? I don't eat lunch and I don't, and I don't work out during the day. Um, so I've those I, my, hanging out with my kid at night was more important than me eating lunch. So I eat once a day. Yeah, I eat, I eat a big dinner. That's what I. That's pretty much what I do. Um, but I would say that my day is the way that it's structured is that from when I wake up at four and start working at home, just going through all the stuff and then all the notes that Maury sends. And then you come in here and you do the show and then I leave this show and I go and do the other show. Uh, and then I get home eventually at 6.30-ish every night. And then there's usually, I'll have a, maybe about 40 minutes of just nonsense that I could clean up at the end of the day. And then it's cooking dinner. It's hanging out with Rox. She's in bed by 8.30. Then Catherine and I get... Uh, until 11 to hang out and then I sleep five hours. So how do I do it all? Because I am working in some way, shape or form uh -huh. for about 15 hours a day and then I sleep five, right? So when you think about it that way, yeah, it's possible. Is it ideal? No. Could anybody do it? Yes. Would you ever really want to? Probably not. You know, I make decisions that uh, sane people wouldn't normally make, which like is I don't, I, which is who which is who wants to work fifteen hours a day and only sleep five. Yeah, like that's that's but you're the question. Used to it though, like your body is is totally used to it now. No, right? I'm like I'm not used to it. Like the thing is that it sucks every day. Mm. Right? Every day is awful. Like every day, I finish the I finish a day. And I'm in absolute hell because I'm just so exhausted. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not fun. Like, the end of my day when it's 1030, it's not fun. It's not a fun place because I can barely stand. Like, it's just, that's how I get. I just a full collapse of every part of me before I before I go to bed. But if you ask how I do that, it's it's just because I am fearful of everything. And so I've never said no to work. And I just work that amount. And... I don't drive myself to work because, and we've talked about this before, like I don't even drive myself 
to and from ET Canada because that's an hour plus in a day of where I wouldn't be able to do anything. Watch so a couple I, episodes of something on Netflix. I, no, I use it to learn stuff, oh. right? I no, but she's like, Lena is asking, for example, you watch like all these shows on Netflix, yes, right? Yes, so that's what I spend my time. So when I finish and I get home at 6.30, yeah. normally people who wake up at the hours that we wake up don't go to bed at 11, right? Like I know, right. like, like Dina from Breakfast Television, who's, I've known Dina for years. Dina goes to bed at like eight, mm -hmm. sometimes earlier than 8 p.m. So she sleeps and then wakes up in the middle of the night and goes and, and does the and does the television show and goes and does uh, BT. So for somebody like Dina, she needs that big giant block of hours to sleep, right. right? Where I watch all that stuff. Like my evenings are just like everybody else's evenings. I watch a ton of Netflix. I'll watch a hockey game. I stay up late. Like there's some nights, if, if we're watching something that's great, I'll stay up till 11.30. Really? Yeah, and Oof. and go to and go to bed and wake I can't up at last four. past nine thirty. No, no, no. Like some nights I'll I'll go to bed at like eight forty five. Yeah. Uh, other nights, if it's like past nine o'clock, I am I'm dead to the world. Yeah. I I can't. When do you I have dinner stay. and stuff? We eat together at around <clears throat> five o'clock. You do five. Yeah, the huh? three of us sit down and we eat around five o'clock. What time do you have dinner, Maury? Um, on a normal day, Matthew will get home from work at seven. Yeah. So we'll eat by the time we've cooked. Sometimes I try and cook for when he arrives. Right. So we'll eat probably around eight. Okay. So I only I only get like two hours with my husband a day. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. complaining. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, not complaining. No, no, All you do in here is complain. No, I mean, I don't need more. He doesn't need more. Oh, you don't need more. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. It must suck having him work from home. Like, now, I, huh? I only get two oh. hours with my husband a day, not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> my life right now is just an absolute nightmare because I sleep just on the couch. Just now? No, because well, he's home all day. Uh. I sleep on the couch. Uh, it's just like I don't get Are you not time. sleeping in the bed at all with no. him? Why not? Because... We screwed up this whole dog crate thing once. Yeah. Where Matthew, I fell asleep on the couch. He didn't wake me up to put the dog in the crate and for us to go to the bed. Right. So now the dog will not go in the crate at night. So I sleep on the couch just in case there he needs something. Yeah. You know, and like, Matthew. What, like a sandwich or something? <laughs> <laughs> like he rings a bell and I'll make him something. <laughs> no, in case he, you know, has to, like if he gets up to go pee, I, I watch him to make sure he goes on the pad. Why does it, why isn't Matthew taking that job a couple nights a week? Because uh, the he says maybe he's lying. He says the couch hurts his back. So, <laughs> uh -huh. so I I'm like fine, sure, whatever. I'll sleep. So on hold the, on, I've, you have to do nights because the couch hurts Matthew's back. Right. So yeah, I sleep on the couch and I'll wake up. When was the last time thing. you slept in your own bed? Honestly, uh, honestly, honestly, when was the last time you slept in your own bed? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> It's not right, man. Yeah, your relationship, bro. <laughs> it's not right. It's exhausting sleeping on a couch. <laughs> it's not right. So is like the couch, like when Matthew wakes up in the morning, like does the couch look like you've moved into the living room? Like, it's, like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you like, have like your stuff everywhere? There's like throw blankets, yeah. like all ruffled around. Can there's I tell like a you pillow. what? Yeah, you know what's sad? I've always found sad. Mm. Anytime, anytime I see a couch, yeah. right, in a living room with a pillow bed on it. Oh, uh, you know. You know, yeah. right? It's not, it's not, it shouldn't be there. That's either somebody in the house is really sick or somebody in the house is really sick of you, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's, a, it's always, it's a sad scene when Wait. there's a bed pillow on a couch. So I have a question. When you leave in the morning, right? Yeah. And from the time you leave to when Matthew wakes up, now that he's working from home, mm -hmm. what's that, like, do the math. How much time are we talking? 
when I leave and before he gets up? Yeah. Five to six, six, seven, seven, eight, eight, three hours. See, but the funny thing is the dog will go in the crate when I leave. So at 5 a.m. when I'm leaving, he has no problem going in the crate. He refused to go to the crate midnight. But what if the dog needs the something in those three hours? Matthew won't get up out of the bedroom. And- he pees. He does everything he needs while I'm getting ready for work. Yeah. Then I put him in the crate. He falls asleep for three hours. Wow. Matthew's got it made. <laughs> yeah, and then he wakes it. and then he wakes up and he's the dog's favorite. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> because he takes him out of the crate so the dog's jumping for joy. Yeah. So he gets oh, the joy jumps. Oh, 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 and you're just the help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you'll see at Kiss925 where we post Ask Razamoka, ask your questions, and we'll run through them. And of course, uh, get one of you to ask your question with us on the phone to start the segment off. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.